Hit the record button. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hit on, uh, so I don't know. Uh. Oh shit. We gotta we fucking crack it open a cold one over here. Uh, it's a white, sparkling white tea with pomegranate juice beverage. It says right on it. And malt liquor in it. Nope. Yes. It's got it's got vodka in it. Uh, sorry. It's got tequila. Yeah, something. Yeah, girl, four twenty blazed it. Oh We're, shit! <laughs> this is a non-alcoholic My mom's cool beverage. As fuck. <laughs> it's medicine. Uh, I have a card. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, lucky for you, mom. Well, actually, unlucky for you. I live twenty minutes away from a dispensary that gives it to me without a card. <laughs> Woo! Uh, New Jersey. Then you get to get candies. <laughs> I do get to get candies. There's also these weird squeezums. Oh, can you hear you. my air conditioner? Oh, yeah, yep. we can. I should 100%. turn that off. Okay. I'll be right back. Okay. Well, while Jim's gone, I'll talk about these weed squeezums. Yeah, they, what these the little things. It's a. <laughs> I don't actually remember what they're called, but I'm just gonna call them squeezums. Okay. They're like THC oil, and you just or like liquid. It's THC that you just can like put in drinks and stuff. Oh, like RSO. Kinda. But they come in different flavors. Sorry about that. I forgot that it was on. It's okay. We forgive you. But yeah, shit's weird. Um, so maybe next time I go, I'll get a fucking weed squeeze him and uh, have a time. But anyway, um, start the show. Okay, here we go. We're going to do the thing. <laughs> That was, was yeah. There were some claps that happened. Wow, Matthew. Um, you know, you could say good hustle or something. Um, good job, sport. Uh, <laughs> anyone bring any orange slices? <laughs> I thought it was your mom's week to bring the orange slices. <laughs> that that Ant Man. Did anybody bring any orange slices? Bit is one of my favorite things that, that he says. <laughs> I mean, it's very good. Like, Paul Rudd is great. Yeah. And and that line is really funny. <laughs> oh, and then no. in the other... Oh, what? No, keep talking about Ant-Man. I watched such a bad oh. movie. Oh, boy. Oh, no. no what, I'm what just, you, I just what, wanted what to... The, the parallel... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, let Matthew finish, then I'll tell you. I, it was just a real quick thing. Um, in, in Endgame, when uh, Jeremy Renner goes back in time to see his kids, he comes back. In the background, Ant-Man has... Two little orange slices while he's coming up to him. <laughs> I don't know if anybody saw that image on the internet, but uh, that happened. That's anyway, adorable. go on with your bad movie. Oh, I watched Moonfall. Oh, oh it's, no. It's bad, Mom. but I liked it. No, no Jim. It's Mom, no. no, Jim. It's exactly the right kind of bad. No. Jim, no. no. Oh, my God. No. Why would you? Okay, first off, Mom, why would you watch Moonfall? I saw it in a theater. I, why, Jim? That's too much money to throw away. God. That guy, I mean, I get, who is that director, I get three Jim? free movies a week. Mm. Who made okay. that fucking well, movie? It was free. 
Oh, I think it's the same guy as The Day After Tomorrow and all yes. those. Is it Roland Emmerich? Yes, it is. It's that guy. And I'll tell you this about yeah, myself. Yeah, he sucks. Um, I hate everything that man makes, except for <laughs> the first Independence Day. Other than that. Right, yeah. He he only makes bad movies, but a lot of them are bad in the right way. And I oh, think that Moonfall is that in, in that category. How I don't even want to see it yeah. because I feel like it'll just I ruin saw my it year. Like, I was with friends and they were like, "This will be funny," and then halfway through, we were all just very mad. <laughs> <laughs> Instead, oh um, my god, they paint "fuck the moon" on the side of a space shuttle. That is true. What the fuck? How how can you not love this movie? <laughs> Through the course of the movie, I came up with 18 better ideas for things that could happen next <laughs> than what actually mm. happened. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, that's funny. You know, oh, yeah. it everybody... Is, it is should, terrible. We should all get together and just bring my mom to the movies and then uh, have her make it better <laughs> as it's playing. You can't um, yeah. take you to the movies. No. I in offend the, the, people. Yeah. What? <laughs> You you know what's even worse than Moonfall? This episode of Riverdale. Oh shit! Oh fuck! This hey, episode everybody. is fucking terrible. Oh, by the way, um, uh, if you don't know our voices, hi, uh, everybody. I'm Matt. <laughs> oh, I'm Matt's mom. <laughs> and, and I'm Matt's friend, and, and I really uh, hated this episode. <laughs> yeah, and this is a Riverdale runs through it. It's all about Moonfall this week. Oopsie Daisy. You know, uh, Jim, I tend to take the things you said with a grain of salt, but. The fact that you liked Moonfall really worries me. Yeah, Jim. Uh, it's it's goofy, stupid fun. I was going to say, first off, <laughs> Mom, how could you mad. see it? And second off, Jim, how could you like it? <laughs> We've talked I... about how you'd hate almost everything and like <laughs> very little things. And how could this make it on the likes column when so... you're... When your hates column is full of so many cool things, you know? On, on, on the best of days... I basically don't want to be alive. Okay. Uh, well, so I went into Moonfall in that frame of mind thinking, okay, this movie is going to be terrible. So I had zero expectations. Uh-huh. So when it met those expectations, it seemed good. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only explanation I can offer. You, you put the bar on the floor and Moonfall said, oh, I'll go under that. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I really enjoyed the cast. <laughs> I thought they had a fun time with a really shitty project. God. Isn't um, uh, isn't Gamora in that fucking movie? No. What's her name? It's Halle Berry. No. Oh, it's Halle Berry. Okay. Storm. I've I've only seen the trailers like twice and yeah. hated it every time. Isn't the moon like a fucking egg or something? It's got God. It's I got, wish that would have been better. It's, it's an <laughs> alien battle station of some sort. It's a mega it's a battle structure. Station? It's a mega structure. Get the fuck yeah, out of here. It's, it's an alien battle station for a space war that happened a billion years ago or something. Jesus I don't know. It's, Christ. And they're still alive in there. No. no, there's no, no. produce in there, but no people. There could have been a people in there, but there weren't. There's produce? It, there's fucking turnips falling from the sky? <laughs> what the fuck, yep. Moonfall? Hey, guys, come on. Make it like there's a there's like alien bees that are coming down they and breaking the moon apart. could have had the guy who died at the very beginning. He could have been inside the moon just Mark Watneying it up with potatoes for a decade. <laughs> Okay, and they could have come back and found him, but no. Yeah. Oh boy. So the the wild thing about the movie is when when you watch it, you realize that the entire premise for the movie is that uh, fucking Roland Emmerich found out that the moon is exactly the right distance from the Earth to have lunar eclipses, 
uh, and moons on other planets are not like that anywhere in the entire universe. (laughs) And he's like, oh, that means someone must have built it there on purpose. And that's the whole premise. Jesus. (laughs) Like, that's how the entire movie came about, was from that fucking idea. (laughs) My life. What? Like, it is Ah. is so exceedingly unlikely for a moon to be the right size and right distance from the planet it's orbiting to cause a a lunar eclipse. (laughs) Jesus. That that it's almost impossible, right? Jesus. H and M. Christ. I hate this movie, and I have never seen it. What else was wild about it? The sheer number of... (laughs) shipping barges Roland Emmerich thought would be in the vicinity of Colorado to fall out of the sky. Oh, Jesus. Because it's like four. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so dumb. Oh, my it's, God. It's so dumb. Wait, why are things falling from the sky? Because the moon is coming to... The moon is falling. But would that fuck with gravity or would that just not? Well, okay. They think so. I will also say they do think (laughs) that it will fuck with gravity. They are not sure how it will fuck with gravity. And they do try (laughs) three or four different ways, sometimes together. um, What? To say this is things would fall up. They wouldn't. No. Yeah. There's. Oh, oh, it's bad. Oh, God. It's real bad. (laughs) Oh, my God. Well, I mean, speaking of bad, this I week's mean, episode of Riverdale. I, though, I like dumb disaster movies, so. Oh, God. Yeah, and that what's is that one? very strongly the opposite of what I like. Yeah. What's that What's that one that's where the the premise is just, it's very cold? Uh, you're talking cold... about The Day After Tomorrow? That's The Day oh, After that, Tomorrow. That also is by Roland Emmerich. Same director, that, yeah. All, okay, that is The Day After Tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. And... Also terrible, and I also enjoyed it. No, ah, it also gave God. me the rage shits. I don't. It's not, not it. Oh, God! It made. Oh my God! I watched that movie in school. They they showed us that movie in school. They thought that was educational. That movie is real bad. Yeah. Matthew, I tried to. Oh my God. I, you know what? Um, I know that saying this now won't make up for it, and I just want you to know I did my best, and I'm very sorry. Um, you know, Mom. Honestly, looking back, I forgive you. You're Thanks. fine. Yeah, no problem. Anyway, can we talk about Riverdale now? Yeah, what I don't happened? Wanna... What happened? <laughs> Fuck's sake. <laughs> what happened last okay. week? Okay. So what happened last week? Um, Alice died. Um, she drowned herself. No, nope. Polly for the drowned her. Farm. Polly, well, I guess Polly held her under till the bubble yeah, po- stopped. Polly drowned her. Polly drowned her. Polly drowned her own mom. Hopefully they, they bring that up. I guess they didn't. They they didn't really have any repercussions for Polly drowning her mom. No, nobody. Her no, mom was kind of mom was kind of like, oh, actually, that's pretty. I'm fine that yeah, you did that. Her, no, that was dope. Alice was like, yeah, that was consensual. Yeah. Oh. Um. But anyway, yeah, Alice um g- got all done up in a wedding dress, and uh, she dr- she got drowned in a hi- like a hillbilly hot tub. Um. Mm-hmm. Uh. Betty was trying to gather info. She was like, oh, but I want to meet Edgar Evernever or something. And she was like cold calling previous members of the farm. Yeah. On the fucking school's phone for some reason. Yeah, on their landline. Um, yeah. And she got one and she figured out that uh, maybe the farm is connected to G&G because they use the word ascension. Um, What else? That sounds right. Um, Oh. J- Jughead's mom is doing some shit. She's like, oh, man. 
She's like, oh, get the ghoulies on your side. And Jughead tries, but it turns out the ghoulies are just fucking crazy. <laughs> one, one of them named, like, Vernon. What the fuck was his name? <laughs> yeah, I can't Vern. remember. <laughs> oh, Vern? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, okay, yeah. Um, but Vern then, was the, like, the ghoulie that he talks to. Yeah. As, like, an informant. That didn't become a garg. Yeah. Right. Um, but then fucking Gladys just, like, does it herself, right? Yeah. Like, Jughead can't do it. He he gives it one try and is like, well, okay, that's not happening. And then he's like, Mommy, I can't do this. And his mom's like, well, okay, I'm going to do it for you. Or, or she's like, yeah. ah, well, tough shit. And then she does it. Um, fucking, well, oh. <laughs> what else? So uh, you know how from week to week I can't remember any of the jokes that I did last week? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so... Uh, last week, they introduced a new Gargoyle character named Kurtz. Yes, Kurtz. Uh, and when we first meet him, I named the scene My Kurtz Mikkel Romance because he's, mm-hmm. like, such a fucking bullshit emo kid. Yeah. Uh, and this week... You made the same I, joke. I had to add him to the spreadsheet because he's, like, in several scenes in this episode. Uh-huh. So the, the description that I put next to his character is My Gargoyle Romance. Oh, my God, Jim. Because, <laughs> like, Amazing. he's just... So that thing. <laughs> oh my god. That's great. Oh my god. Okay, so um Veronica makeup and costuming and we're like, what if we just take this kid to the black parade? Let's just take let's just shove him into the black parade. <laughs> Dip him in real quick. Like Achilles into the fucking mm. uh mm. river sticks. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like it. <laughs> I got there eventually. Listen. Seen a picture of My Chemical Romance since their new album is coming out. I oh. I, I was gonna say they do have a new album coming out. Mm. They I they have a a new song called Fountain the Foundations of Decay. And I listened to it and it was not good. <laughs> <laughs> is it a song about how much they hate their dad? No, I I literally can't tell what it's about. You know, it's probably about how much they hate their dad. <sighs> So, real quick, fun fact about my chemical romance. Um, it's, it's real quick. The they hate their band, dad. The, the whole band A hates their dad, and yeah. B um, was basically like mostly inspired by when Gerard Way was on a ferry going across the river into New York City, and he saw the nine eleven happen. So, like, that's a big part of their, I guess, their deal. inspiration. And they had one of the lyrics that were like, when the towers fell. So they're just kind of clinging onto that, too. And it's like, weird. It's just a weird, like, little thing. That might be what, like, because it's the foundations. Their foundations are, t- I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know what man. the fuck is happening. My, my um, band sucks, but I haven't made that my entire, like, identity. Exactly. And the basis also, for all art that I've created, like, yeah. my band and my comic book. So, but also another fun fact, somebody, I can't remember who, what the name of the person is, but somebody was like, oh, I love this edgy music. What if I made vampires out of it? Or yeah. And it was like, oh, then Twilight came about. And then somebody was like, what if they just fucked all the time and yeah, made 50, 50 Shades, Shades of Grey? Of Grey. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. basically, fanfic. basically 
9-11 caused Fifty Shades of Grey. Well, okay. Basically. Mm. Well, not... I mean, there's a lot of Mormon not... indoctrination in... Oh, okay. In the... Uh, in, in Twilight? Twilight? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah well, yeah, it's, it's a three-book series about how to be a good Mormon girlfriend and yeah, pick the right man. Wh- why oh. you shouldn't have sex. Wow. Because it'll kill you. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Because it can kill you? Yeah. And how you should wow. be willing to die to have your husband's baby. Yep. Oh, yep. Oh, that part. Anyway, um... Oh, yeah, it's real bad. Uh, anyway, what the fuck did Veronica do this time? Oh, she, like, worked together with Gladys to keep something She uh, spied on her daddy. She tried, she tried to oh. keep her bad daddy from restarting his drug business. Okay, yeah, that's what he. That's what she did. She was and, like, like, just do modern-day slavery instead. Yeah. Yeah, get that get that for profit prison back up and running it. Oh, and we found out that the Ozark price tag is seventy grand. Yeah, no, seventy five grand. Which apparently she now owes to both Gladys because the drugs stuff was destroyed, and her dad because it was his drug stuff that was destroyed. Oh, I didn't even I didn't even put that together. Yeah, so she, she owes, owes it, it in both directions. Wow, how did Veronica fuck up that much? That's crazy. Um, she didn't. Uh, both of oh, these okay. adults huffnuts. Oh, okay. This is yeah. not on Veronica. <laughs> All right. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. All right. Well, um, I don't remember anything else that happened last week. Great. Um, you know that's uh, mostly Archie it. got really into fighting people with his fists. Oh yeah, Archie was like, "Oh, I'll fight your dude," and Elio was like, "Uh, well, no, you're not. You're gonna throw the fight in the third round." And he was like, okay, for five grand, sure. And then <laughs> Josie was like, you whore. And then he was like, oh, okay, well, never mind. I'm going to fight the dude. And then he lost anyway. So yep. he fucking, it's a lose-lose. <laughs> the Archie Andrews uh, story. Yeah, and he, there we he go. He lost anyway because uh, the judges were owned by Elio. Yeah, so it didn't matter. Yeah, it came down um, to it. I didn't know that boxing had judges. I, I'm yeah, not yeah. saying that they don't. I'm saying that's a new information mm, for my yeah. brain. Well, yeah. Well, what if one of the fighters doesn't get knocked out, Mom? Who do you say? Who, who wins then? <laughs> what if they don't wise. stick the landing? What if they don't? <laughs> yeah, I, I think uh, not a lot of fights end with knockouts. Yeah, because they're just so tough. So there has to be well, a point it's, scoring it's, system. It's it is really difficult to cause the level of brain damage to someone that renders them unconscious. Is the thing. That's true. Yeah, not for <laughs> like, football players. It's Mm-mm. it's well, I mean. <laughs> In boxing, you're getting hit with, like, a, a three-pound fist yeah. <laughs> at the end of an uh, arm. In yeah. football, you're getting hit with, like, a 300-pound dude. <laughs> so it's, it's a big difference. In right in the chest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For sure. <laughs> Plus, in boxing, you basically have pillows on your fist. So yeah. it's like... There's, there's some pads and stuff. Like, it's... Yeah. It's still a lot of punishment, but it's not, like, a 300-pound dude smashing into your brain. <laughs> That's true. Uh... Uh, All right. Well, Josie sang a cover of Tina Turner. Oh yeah, yes, yeah. and it was bad. Need need another hero. I mean, it was fine. Her cover. cover is is good. It's just the worst Tina Turner song. Yeah. Oh, the song was bad. And it's honestly still pretty good. It, yeah, it's just the worst Tina <laughs> Turner song, which means it's still a fine yeah. song. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's still a better song than anything Chemical Romance can do. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> That's all. That's all we're saying. You just have to adjust your expectations. Sweet. Um, is that it then? Is uh, that it? is that all for last week? I think week? so. Can I? There was, tell there was about some sort one? of rivalry between the pretty poisons and the serpents. Oh yeah, cause, cause um, 
they were all like, we don't want to live in tents. Jughead and then, tries to invite the poisons back, and Jughead's like, but I have. But Tony's um, like, fuck no, please. And they go, no, <laughs> no. And then, and then uh, oh, and then they like beat the fuck out of uh, Fangs and um, Sweat Pea. Yeah. Um, wow. I mean, Fangs and Sweat Pea were pretty chauvinistic to them. I'm not saying that anybody deserves yeah. to be hit, but they didn't not have it coming. Right. right they were. Right. Yeah. They were being dicks. Yeah. Um. Uh, Betty does CPR and brings her mom back to life. Yes, and her mom's like, "Betty, why? No, I was, I was right there." Yeah. Meanwhile, everyone from the farm like sees her drown, and they're just like, "Huh? Huh? Oh, well, yeah. well, another guess one, I guess." guess and Betty's like, witch. "Wait, you can fix this, you know?" Yeah. 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 Somebody <laughs> called nine one one. She says, as no one calls nine one one. Yeah. Well, there's no service in the nun hole. <laughs> it's all old brick. Yeah, and they have to stand there and bear witness. Uh, yeah. witness. It's important to note that Alice uh, decides that it's good that that she's alive. This is what she wanted, and what she's going to oh. do is sell the house. Yes, she sells the house, and now I guess Betty's going to live in the fuck bunker until they get their house <laughs> back. Well, she decides to sell. She the decides house. she's going to sell the house so that everyone can live together at the farm. Uh huh. Is now okay. Oh, also, uh, Kevin joins the farm because they're like, "What do we do with this character this season? I don't know. Make yeah. him an asshole. Cool." Yeah, if he's not if he's not having uh, casual gay sex in the woods or in a closeted relationship, oh, then we don't. What are you gonna know. do? Yeah, we just don't know what to do with this guy. We already let him uh, direct a musical. <laughs> what else can a gay character <laughs> what do? What else can a gay character do? <laughs> <laughs> That's what the gays like. Shrug. It's just it's just a bunch of it's just a bunch of middle aged white men in a room going huh, scratching their heads like what the fuck do we do with this gay character? Yep. It's it's amazing too because Greg Berlanti is gay, so he knows what gay dudes like. <laughs> they like right? musicals like, oh my God. and smooching each other in the woods, Jim. Yeah, Jim. And, and love short, Simon. Short, short short shorts, and, and that's love it. <laughs> so <laughs> season three episode 14 is named after the twin peaks movie okay. god what the fuck it's, is it just called riverdale the movie no it's called Firewalk with me which is what the twin peaks movie was called um so actually like, like word for word yeah fire yeah. with me yeah what the f- riverdale hey <laughs> what i mean the like, fuck most of the episodes this season have been just the That's names already, of movies yeah I mean, this oh. has been going on for a while. I thought they were they were riffs. Sometimes this whole time. they're riffs. Sometimes. See, that's the thing. It's like we're like, hey, can you just? That's already a thing. Yeah. Can you make it another thing? Sometimes it's a riff. Sometimes it's not. Uh, okay. And in this instance, it's not. I was hoping for some sort of David Lynchian horror um, mm-hmm. from this, but no, they just literally firewalk in it. Yeah. So. So they just like walk on coals. Yep. That's yeah. that's happening this episode Fuck. for sure. Yeah. What? Yep. Okay. All right. So, it's yeah. wild, too. Like, they didn't even right. just yeah. actually do the, the Coles thing. It's all, like, FX, and it's terrible. Yeah. Oh, come on, Riverdale. <laughs> Fucking, that should really be the tagline of this show is, come on, Riverdale. It did make me look up um, firewalking, and so I learned that, like, during a Tony Robbins seminar one time, like 30 people burned the shit out of themselves doing firewalking. Uh, <laughs> and the ambulances yeah, yeah. had to be called. 
Oh my Amazing. god. There's not enough owl in the world for those people. Yep. Wow. Oh uh, boy. So this episode opens with Jughead reading the real estate listing for the Cooper household. So oh, fun. He's like, oh, charming two-story brick colonial, blah, blah, blah. And that what you're seeing is Alice cleaning the house and getting it set for uh, people to come see for showings. And then the door opens. She's like, welcome. I'm Alice Smith. Because I guess she's Alice Smith now. She's back Great, to her maiden name. Cooper is Googleable as being a serial killer yeah. that lived in the town. Yeah. <laughs> so she can't be uh, Cooper to sell the house. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so Alice is, there's prospective buyers for the house. Uh, Alice is trying to show it off. And Betty is doing the full um, Brady Bunch. Uh, this house is haunted, ruined the experience for the people. Okay? Oh, okay. <laughs> I also love it. of the Brady Bunch. <laughs> We're so old. I know. <laughs> I know. Oh, God, we're old. Uh, so Alice walks this couple into the living room, and she's like, here's our lovely open Brady Bunch. kitchen. Um, the My two daughters built many a fort right here, and Betty shows up, and she's like, yeah, and this is where my serial killer daddy showed us creepy snuff films. Wow. Yep. <laughs> Alice tries to recover um, she's like, Betty, shouldn't you, shouldn't you be at school? We have excellent schools. Anyway, look at our nice fireplace. Um, and Betty is not deterred. She says that the fireplace comes with the very same shovel her mother used to knock out her serial killer f- husband, um, the Black Hood. Wow. Yeah, she's like, you can Google it. Google Alice Cooper <laughs> or even Murder House on Elm Street. That's this house. <laughs> Holy shit, Betty. Wow. Yeah, Betty's doing the absolute most. She is not having this house sold. Little does she know, the housing market's a nightmare, and all she's doing is making sure she, her mom gets less money for it. Right. <laughs> like, that house is still going to sell. For sure. Uh, Archie's still in the boxing gym, I guess. He's still doing this. Uh, yeah, for at least another you, half an you, episode. Did you just yep. punch the air? <laughs> yeah. To demonstrate. He's still doing this. Yeah, Still yeah. doing this. That's at the speed bag. It's I don't know if it's morning <laughs> or night. Who can say? And the guy who, who owns the gym comes in and he's like, "Isn't there a gym at your school, kid?" Archie's all, "Oh, is is there a problem?" And the guy's like, "Well, you gotta start paying dues since you live here now." Um, I pay my dues in punches. Well, then it's decided he could pay his dues in mopping the floor. All right. Well, that also works. Yep. That's what Archie I says. Guess. He's like, yeah, I get it. Okay. All right. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. All right. But she, there's not like a boxing gym at school, but you know what there is at school? Um, A sophomore uh, lounge. Oh, shit. No, it's the Swords and Serpents classroom. Oh, oh my the sophomore God. lounge is later. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. School has nerds. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, the ghoulies, and the, I don't know where in the episode this is coming up, so I just want you now to take a deep breath and know that they start to refer to the gargoyles as as goyles. No, no, <laughs> no! I that's sw- the wrong I'm part really of the word. S- I'm really, that's sorry. the wrong part of the word. They're bringing no. they're bringing Topher Grace energy <laughs> to fucking to gargoyles. Oh, it's the wrong half. It's the wrong <laughs> half of the word, guys. Uh. Yeah, that's that's like three scenes into four scenes into Act Three, 
I wrote down the scene title, did he just say Goyles? Yeah. Jesus Christ. It makes it sound like Popeye saying girls. Goyles. (laughs) Jesus. I mean... (laughs) And then everybody eats spinach and punches each other. Um, So there's there's Kurtz and his pals are in this classroom. They're playing G&G. Ethel comes in with her 70s vibes and she's like, oh, excuse me. I don't want to interrupt your little game. (laughs) <laughs> but your the, little game yeah the sign out sheet says i have this route reserved for farmies from three to four every wednesday and then i guess there's a second door into this classroom because cheryl huh? comes sure. in a different door what the fuck she cuts out a door in the hall and the yeah. fucking wall cheryl and had a second it, door constructed just cheryl through. <laughs> she's she's got a doctor strange ring and she just makes a doorway yeah she fucking sling rings into the classroom yeah Jesus Christ. I'm trying to think in all of the classrooms I've ever been in, how many had a door in the back and a door in the front? And the number I'm coming up with personally is zero. Honestly, uh, so, same. Uh, in my high school, the chemistry room had a doorway to the hall um, and a lockable doorway inside the room to the storage room where they kept all the chemicals. You think Cheryl um, and the Pretty Poisons were just standing in the chemical room? Yeah, oh, I think they were, they were hanging out in the in the chemical storage room, <laughs> oh, waiting to make this entrance. Oh, they were. But they're not in the chemistry the lab. Uh, that is perhaps correct. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> no, 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 no. Hold on. They're, the... they're definitely in a chemistry lab because later in the episode, it's the same classroom where they have Bunsen burners. Oh, where they have Bunsen burners. All right. Um, I was going to say that it was also the literature class, and they had the little private library in the back, and they were just really getting <laughs> really kind of going at it. Yeah. For when you need oh, rug time. Sick. Um, <laughs> yeah. So Ethel says the room's reserved for farmies three to four every Wednesday. Cheryl strides in with the pretty poisons, and she's like, not so fast, daughter of Manson. Every third Wednesday is reserved for a combination student government and LGBTQIA club meeting. So the, the student government is all gay? I or, hope so. I mean, that would be great, but like, you know, it's the future of the girls want. Yeah. <laughs> And, and then, <laughs> wait, hold on. And then Reg busts in. And he's like, "Actually, this room is uh, actually this room is the a... speakeasy from three to this four on the... Wednesdays. <laughs> <laughs> this room is supposed to be a combination Taco Bell Pizza Hut on Thursdays and Fridays. The Taco Bell. I'm at the Pizza Hut. I'm at the combination <laughs> student government and LGBTQIA meeting. <laughs> just once again, you remind me how speakeasies were like really big and cool for like a hot minute. Uh, it was insufferable. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, uh, by the way, I work in a speakeasy sometimes. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's got a bowling alley in there, man. I still love it. Okay? I'm still into it. Sorry, Jim. It's great. It's a great fucking aesthetic. Yep. You're in a basement. It's all retro. Not retro. Classic. Yeah. It's antique. It's fun. It's got vibes it's fun. for days. It's, it's fun, sure. Jim. Okay? Um. Anyway... Ethel stands her ground and she says that she didn't see Cheryl's name on the the reservation sheet. And Cheryl says, don't quote the dark magic to me, which I'm the president <laughs> of the students. Uh, I was there when the words were written. <laughs> I don't even know that reference. <laughs> from Narnia. <laughs> uh, I read Narnia a hundred years ago. 
My, Luckily, uh, my brain overwrote all uh, of that Christian bullshit with, <laughs> with other bullshit. My favorite, favorite thing about the Narnia books is that uh, C.S. Lewis put Santa Claus in them, and that almost ended his friendship with Jolkin, Rolkin, Rolkin, Tolkien. Tolkien uh, was so fucking pissed about Santa Claus in those books. What? Wait, is Santa Claus from another realm? Is that what the... the did C.S. Lewis say, it's oh, Santa's... It's Santa's just gonna... another aspect of the Jesus bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Like Tolkien the, the first it. book is all but the lion is literally Jesus. He's Jesus. And the lion is, is like, Jesus. are you? Uh, uh, this is yeah. insufferable. And then, and then he's Santa like, also there's up. Santa Claus. <laughs> what are you <laughs> and doing? Had, yeah, and Tolkien is like, oh, you're this close, buddy. Yeah. Like Santa oh, doesn't Sorry, even that go really here. Got me. <laughs> <laughs> he can't. He can't sit with us. <laughs> He can't sit with it. We don't have another chair, okay? And don't let him pull up another chair because he'll fuck up the- A plus. <laughs> Santa does not go here. Uh, Santa doesn't go here, guys. Yeah. God, right. sorry. that. By the way, that Narnia- That, <laughs> that don't quite the dark magic to me really fucking got me, and I'm sorry. But, no, I'm, oh, I'm glad. That's, that's, the goal, that's the goal here. Uh, so she was like, don't quote the dark magic to me, you culty bitch. Uh, it, she literally says, "If it were the 1800s, I could have you beheaded." Um, Whoa. Okay. Let's fucking. Let's like back up a few steps. Yeah. Here, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, also, in the scene, Farm Kevin is a real dick. Yeah. Oh no. Farm Kevin. Is he Yum. still gay? <laughs> uh, probably not. Damn it. They don't. They probably don't. Don't allow that. Um, uh, Kevin's definitely gonna have sex with Evelyn before this season is over. Uh, oh man, uh, like, that is gonna happen. Uh, no, um, it's it's absolutely gonna happen. Like, I'm gonna I'm sorry, suck. I don't know what to tell you. Oh <laughs> man, this, this is not a good show. So <laughs> at, it's at that point that a random ghoulie stands up and calls both Ethel and Cheryl bitches. Uh, wow. So the CW. Uh. Everyone, my husband just brought me a gin and tonic. Isn't that nice? Aww. I know. Nice work. Give, it up. Give it up for gin and tonics. I'm also husbands. Aww. They're both Aww. very good. Oh, my God. So, wow. Yeah. Um, right. So this, so the CW spent all of their curse money on season three, episode 14 of Riverdale. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait. Did Cheryl say fuck you? No. Because that would be they great. They just say Aww. bitches. But it was so weird to hear it in... Riverdale. In Riverdale. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they their, they stand up and they're like, "Bitches, budget. we're in the middle of a quest here." Uh, oh, it's, and, it's Kurtz. Yeah. Um. And so everyone squares up, right? But I don't know how they square up. They triangle up, I guess, because there's three factions in this thing. <laughs> and right. the um most attractive pretty poison, who's not a named character, like blows a bubblegum bubble into uh, the a- face of a ghoulie. Uh. Wow. And then it's a cut to Jughead in the hallway and you hear the gum pop and like Jughead looks around and then all of these people are running and Fangs comes up to Jughead to tell him that Gargs are fighting the poisons and the farmies. So Jughead and Tony got to get down there post haste stat to round up their gangs. Okay. All right. So now we're done with that part. Uh, It's just like one, two, three, four more scenes before the credits okay oh my oh my now, god okay. waldo has yeah, there's so much <laughs> there's just so much Chaboy waldo has straightened out his sweater vest and he's called jughead and tony into in front of his large mahogany desk 
He's like, he's like, y'all, guys, I know you um, are the respective leaders of gangs. I'm not going to try and stop them. I'm going to ask you to. Yeah, well, Matthew, pretty much this entire scene. You nailed it. Yes, it's that. And then he says, what can that, I say? He says that somebody robbed the chem lab last night and took thousands of dollars <gasps> of lab equipment, which could be used to make drugs. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. The ghoulies are going to make fucking Fizzle Rocks Jr. Yes. Uh, Amazing. Okay. And then both. Oh my God! We don't even need to go through the, the the fucking episode anymore. I know. Yeah. What the Sounds fuck like happens. a breakfast cereal. Fizzle Rocks Junior. Fizzle Rocks Junior. It's bubblegum flavored. Uh, Oops! All chemicals. Tested. Mother approved. <laughs> Oops! All chemicals. Oops! All chemicals. <laughs> uh, then Jughead and Tony take umbrage and say that they, neither of their gangs steal or cook drugs. Um, and then Waldo says he straight up doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> and if one more thing goes wrong, they're out of here. Oh, one God. strike. <laughs> oh, boy. Hi, my name is Walter Weatherby, and I don't give a fuck. He shouts one strike at him. Yeah. Like, it's so weird. What, he actually yells one strike? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, they have one strike left or something like that. But he, They he better hope it it's there. One strike lucky left. strike. Oh boy. Okay. Um. All right. Gladys. I like the World War II cigarettes. Yeah, Gladys is getting drunk at the speakeasy. Uh, hell yeah, Gladys. And nice. Veronica is just standing at the bar, glaring at Gladys, who's drunk and doesn't give a shit. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh yeah. Then Hiram comes up and he orders another round of drinks, and Veronica says, "Will this be on your American Excess, Daddy?" God fucking damn it. And her bad Why do we keep those around? <laughs> the, why? Her bad daddy says, uh, no, it's comped because Veronica owes him money and also he's her bad daddy. Uh, and he's not paying. I, I, I don't think he knows what comped means. Yeah. Like at the very least, she should be racking up this bill against the debt that. Yeah, this should go to the debt. I'm going to go with. Like. I like I, I fully agree with you, but also I do think he knows what comped means and is being an asshole. That is possible. Veronica mm. definitely doesn't know or care what comped means. <laughs> well, because she knows her dad's being an asshole. Yeah. 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 Um, but because she also Veronica makes should be like, well, a great. series of really bad financial decisions yeah. in this episode that we can talk about as they happen. We'll take uh, that yeah. off of my debt then. Um, yeah. So Hiram takes a, a tray of... I don't know, shots of rum, I guess, away. And then of course. Gladys is over in the corner knocking glasses off tables and laughing because she's very drunk and she's not a classy lady, you know? So when Hiram gets drunk, it's refined. But when Gladys does it, it's like loud yelling and knives. Um, so, yeah, so then you know. At the end of the night, Veronica and Reg cleaning up their speakeasy because they're a couple and business owners, I guess. Uh, uh-huh. if Veronica points out correctly that this sucks every every dollar they make goes right to both Gladys and Hiram uh okay and Reg is like yep we do need to make more money and Veronica's like oh shit you know when we really made money is when we uh we cheated at blackjack at that casino night so oh my god what if we cheated again she's gonna have more casino nights okay yeah she's gonna make ten thousand no Five thousand? No, nope. twenty five hundred dollars <laughs> <laughs> at a casino night and go. Okay, we're gonna do this so many more times. So many times. We're gonna keep doing this. Uh, all right. 
Last one before the title card. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Archie's okay. sweeping up at the gym, so it's like dim. Because why would you keep the lights on when you clean so that you could see what you're doing? You wouldn't. There's no, no lights anywhere in this fucking town. Yep. Oh my god, what? Uh, and you hear a kind of like a metallic clink clink, and Archie's like, "What's that?" Well, back to sweeping. And then, <laughs> <laughs> wow, must have been the wind. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then Josie comes in. And she's like, ooh, did they make you manager? Yeah, the gym manager sweeps the floor for sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Fucking, okay. <laughs> well, I mean, the gym manager does sleep, sweep the floor. That's why it's no big deal for him to write off Archie not paying dues. Not because, paying like, dues. fuck it. He doesn't, doesn't need Archie's dues. But Archie cleaning the floor is a bunch of shit work that I don't have to do. So that's a, that's a good deal for me. does save time. Yeah, yeah. you're right. <laughs> Uh, and Archie's like, nah, more like they made me the janitor, haha. And then you hear that metallic clinking noise again. So now they gotta, they gotta lurk around. Mm. Uh, okay. And yeah. determine where the clinking noise is coming from. So they find uh, a closet, and Archie's gonna, he's using, the, he's brandishing the broom like it's a weapon. Uh, uh, fuck yeah, Arch. They open up the door, and there's a kid with a Zippo lighter in there. So the clicking was like, you know, we've all had an asshole friend that just kept clicking open and shut a Zippo lighter. Well, because it's so edgy and cool, it's Mom. so edgy and cool. Mm. You, know what, you know what's edgy and cool? Zippo lighters and fire. So... Fire! Yeah. <laughs> and it also makes it makes people think you smoke, which is cool. <laughs> Such a rebel. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and Archie kind of yells at the kid. He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck, dude? Yeah, you trying to burn this place down or what? No, he's not worried about the fire. He's just like, what the fuck? How long say, have like... you been living here? And Josie's like, hey, like, calm down. They ask him if he's hungry. They take him to Pops. Um, so now they're at Pops. Okay. And uh, that, the title card is when they like take him away. Uh. Oh, okay. So this is no, this it's is... not. Right. Nope. Oh no. Oh oh shit. No, it's Uh-oh. after it's uh after he explains where he came from. Oh, okay. So they're eating at Pops. This kid's clearly very hungry. They're asking him where his parents are uh, and, like, how long he's been living in the closet. He's been living in the closet for a few weeks. He has no family. Oh, that's right. Josie's like, "Uh, maybe we call Betty. Like, she knows people at social services because of that time she brought that psychopath who wasn't her brother to the house. And also Mm. that time she brought all of those broken children from the nun hole to the house. Right, right, right. You know, so she's got yeah, she's got ins at social services. Um, Ricky hears social services and he hightails it out of there, but he's not fast enough. Uh, Archie catches him because Archie's so fast. He's so fast. It, it's uh, we learn that Ricky was living at a shelter called Santa Lucia, and bad things happened to him there. He has a brand on his arm. Can you guess what that brand looks like? Um, it's, uh, hmm, fuck, I'm thinking Puma, but like, uh, mm, <laughs> like a, like a scrangly sort of, ma- like, mangy alley cat, and it's like, <laughs> or maybe like, uh, <laughs> it's the Nike logo. Oh, fuck, but it's upside down. Yeah, and it says Don't whoosh do instead it. of swoosh. Uh, nice. <laughs> it is the same brand that Archie got in Juvie. Okay. That means sacrifice in the game. Griffins of Gargoyles. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, okay, and now it's hmm. the Riverdale. 
Ricky, well, okay, but Ricky explains that there were some older kids that, like, hung out there but didn't live there, and he woke up one night, and they were, like, holding him down, and they branded him, and so he ran away, and he can't go back to the shelter. Okay. And now Riverdale. Fair enough. Mm. Boom, Riverdale. Yeah. I will say the music they play before the title card was very, this time was, like, pretty reminiscent of Stranger Things. Oh, man, it's, like, all neon, and it, like... The the like the camera goes through the title <laughs> it's like, and it's that's all what like it made me think of. Um, okay. So Archie takes this this juvenile to his house and lets him sleep in the garage. This is uh, okay. About the scene where I checked out on this episode, it's like <laughs> nope, this episode is terrible. Wow, this early? Not wow. not in the house in the garage. Ricky's like maybe thirteen. Okay. He's going to live in the garage. Okay. Yeah. Archie says he's going to leave the space heater plugged in. What a great way for Ricky to burn himself to a crisp. Yeah. Right, right. There's soda and food in the fridge. Uh, and I guess Archie doesn't know how to get him into school. So what he's going to do is take him to Pops in the morning and then the boxing gym after. Huh. What? Yeah, huh. he's just going to huh. leave him at Pops all day and let yeah. Pops that is his look after this kid. truly his That's stated... His out loud plan for what to Jesus do with this Christ. child is to give Pops. him a box of crayons and let him <laughs> hang out at Pops all day. It's... Oh, God. <laughs> hey, Pops, it's me, Archie. You're regular since I was five. Yeah. Can you take this 13-year-old and show him how to flip burgers all day while I'm out punching bags? Pops, Thanks. I don't know if you wrote it on the calendar, but it's National Take Your Juvenile Delinquent to Diners Day. Yeah. And then leave them yep. all day and pick them up at the end of the day. <laughs> and then Goodbye. take them to boxing. Yeah. And so it's terrible. Yep. And naturally, Archie says that he used to be alone and on the run, too. But his friends helped him. And that's why he's going to help Ricky. And Ricky's like, you promise you won't call social services? And Archie's like, yeah. And then on the way out to prove that Ricky is a broken shell of a boy, Archie's like, you want the lights on or off? And, Ar- and Ricky's like, oh, on. Ah, I, I have I, I, I've been abused. Uh, all right. Wow. Yep. It's bad. Yep. Jesus Christ, guys. <laughs> it's depressing how bad this episode is. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Uh, okay. Now it's Cheryl and Tony. They're in a fight, and I don't love this. Okay? I, I, yeah. I, this scene is also fucking stupid. <laughs> it's well, like the-, the person that wrote this scene hasn't seen any other scene with Cheryl and Tony in the entire season. They have to have, wow. they're allowed to have a little rough patch so that when they get together, back together, they're stronger than ever, you know? Not that they break yeah. up, but you gotta have, it can't all be roses. It's gotta be some I, thorns. It can't all I be guess. syrup and rainbows. It's a hundred okay? floors of terror, Jim. Um, <laughs> Not all of them are gonna be winners. <laughs> so Cheryl's at the vanity. She's getting ready for bed. Like just, I, it, it's just so weird. Like, why don't you date people that you like? Um, Is that you know, you that just, hard? You can't like everyone all of the time. That's insane. I guess that's yeah, fair. That's, yeah, that's a little much. Even the people that you like are going to do things that piss you off, like pay to see Moonfall in the theater. <laughs> <laughs> and then say, oh, yeah, that was fine. Yeah. Relationships are complicated, Jim. <laughs> I have no regrets. <laughs> 
So basically, Tony's mad that Cheryl got her in trouble because Cheryl picked the fight. And Tony's like, when you, I guess, I guess the Pretty Poisons, I hadn't noticed this, but they wear purple jackets. They have their own gang okay. jacket. Their jacket are purple. When Cheryl puts on the Poisons jacket, she's repping the Poisons. And Tony's like, look, I don't want to kick, I don't want to suspend anybody from the gang for loose cannon behavior. And here's where Cheryl leans into what she's known all her life, which is beating people uh-huh. up with the threat of her wealth. Um, oh, boy. Yeah. And oh, she says man. it would be really awkward for her to get suspended uh, because then everybody couldn't hang out at her house uh, or have their meetings there or have their headquarters there. So they'd have to find a different meeting place with a pool. Uh, and the girls are so looking forward to summer. All right. Yeah. So that's uh, a shitty she, move on she Cheryl's left, part. She sends a hint to what season it is. Okay. Not summer. All right. That <laughs> that takes one of four out of the yeah <laughs> out of the yeah. <laughs> uh, oh my god. So now we know that Cheryl and Tony are in a fight because Cheryl doesn't like to be told what to do, but Tony is the boss of the gang because Cheryl explicitly said so. You know. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Uh. Okay. Junior Lounge everybody's <laughs> i still call it the sophomore lounge. Yeah, it's not they're juniors now but yeah but they all like took their sats already <laughs> and yeah, isn't that a senior juniors. year activity yep but they are juniors next year it will be the senior <laughs> lounge i don't fucking know then god knows where they'll hang out i guess <laughs> <laughs> So I, I can't make sense of this show. No, but well, please don't try too hard. You will hurt yourself. Yeah, uh, oh boy, Jim, I can't stress enough how much you cannot do that. Yeah, I just smile and make fun of it. <laughs> Perfect. Smile and wave, boy. Um, smile and wave. So Veronica and Betty are talking about how it's going, and Betty's like, you know, I'm doing, I'm doing my damnedest to uh, absolutely torpedo any chance my mom has to sell the house. Um, and then Kevin walks by, kind of in slow motion, and kind of glares at Betty. What? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And all right. Everybody notices, but instead of talking about it, they just all say that if Betty needs to, she can stay at their house. Archie's like, "You can move. You can move into the house next door." And Veronica's like, "I hate my parents. Come stay with me." And Jughead's like, "My trailer's packed full like a sardine can, but you can come stay but, with me." By golly, you can come and stay with me, my girlfriend. But like, yep. FP, Gladys, and Jellybean won't mind if we fuck. <laughs> In, in, in the kitchen? Because as I believe oh, yeah. from la- the last episode, his cut is set up in the kitchen. Yeah. Uh, regular stuff. Yeah, just regular kitchen stuff. Kitchen sex? Yeah. Well, well Jughead casually not eats to per- fistfuls of cold potatoes. Yeah, well, he's... <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's moved up. He's warmed I up I still have potatoes. that handcuffs chained to the fridge. <laughs> you know what I mean. Oh, come on. Come on. Oh, man. Um, and then Archie's like, anyway, enough about Betty. Fuck her. I got a, like a runaway living in my garage. What up? Uh, yeah, what up? I'm cool. <laughs> yeah. And Betty's like, oh shit. I do know a social worker actually. This is like the healthiest thing that happens in this episode is that the four friends sit down and like share their emotional burdens with yeah. each other. Okay. Yeah. And, and nobody's right. mad about Let's it. And it. everybody's supportive except for Kevin. Fuck off, Kevin. You're a fifth wheel. Yeah, fuck off. Ke- uh, yeah, fuck yeah fuck Kevin, Kevin sucks. Yeah. Um, Dick. <laughs> Kevin sucks shit. <laughs> and that's the that's the end of that. Betty's like, oh, I can I can help with this problem actually. Let's call him his wife. Uh, Betty then goes to talk to Kevin in the hallway. 
Okay, he's okay. at his locker, and she's like, "Hey, pal." So we haven't like, can we talk? Just like, how's yeah, it going? Yeah. Um, like, you know, like my up, mom's bud? trying to sell her house, and I'm really upset about it. And Kevin just shuts her down. He's like, "Betty, what is what is this about? Why are you talking to me?" Wow. Yeah. Buddy, how about you calm down? Yeah. And Betty says, well, we just haven't checked in in a while. And he's like, oh, Betty, you're so transparent. So Betty gives what? it up and she's like, fine, it fucking sucks that you're in a cult. How about that? <laughs> that sucks. How about that then? It sucks that I hate it. You're in a cult. It is bad. <laughs> and uh, Kevin says that Betty needs to back off and she's a detractor. A detractor, you say? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, every this is a classic cult move, which is to say that anybody who doesn't understand is is bad and is trying to harm you. Okay. In Scientology, they call them SPs. It's subversive personalities. Wow. I mean. Yep. I mean, wow. Okay. Yep. So uh, cults do this, and whoops, the farm's a cult. Whoopsie Daisy. Whoops, slipped it, on a it, cult. It just. <laughs> It just sucks that, like, after he had a pretty decent first half of the season to, like, make yeah. him a piece of shit in the second half of the season. I mean, Kevin. they don't know what else to do with him. It's one breakup. Yeah. You know? Oh, also, his dad yeah. did hate crime him. Let's not forget that part. Okay. All right. Well, no, no. Moose's, Moose's dad hate crime him. Oh, right. Yeah. Not, the, not former, former Keller. Sure. Former Keller's doing great. Uh, former, yeah, Keller former Keller is doing Keller is, amazing. He's, 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 fucking not, a, uh, he's fucking a former lawyer. He's doing great. He's, he's not married. per se offering his current son lawyer? emotional support oh, lawyer. or counseling of any kind. Um, right. But uh, for a Riverdale dad, he's doing his best. Uh, yeah. All right. Jughead is called a serpent's meeting. And he's like, you motherfuckers tell me who broke into the chem lab. Right now. Yeah. And Kurtz or is like, I'm taking away your jackets. It's my time to week. shine my, my loony ass light. And he says that looting the alchemist lab was one of their more rewarding quests. What the fuck? Um, and Jughead absolutely refuses to speak in that language. And he's like, that sucks, bro. We're in trouble. Yeah. Um, to which Kurt says, you promised us we wouldn't be in trouble, though. Do you remember when you dad... came to me and were like, I'm a king and a game master and my daddy's the sheriff? <laughs> you remember that? Do you remember that? I think that was the scene of the last episode that I called false promises. Yeah, because I yeah. fucking remember that. And so, yes, we did loot the chemist's, the alchemist's lab. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jacket was like, okay, well, I didn't promise you you could do whatever you wanted in school. Okay. <laughs> the sheriff here is named Waldo Weatherby, and he's not my daddy. <laughs> and then Fangs is like, we should probably have a fist fight about this. And then. Are you sure? Are you sure, Fangs? And then Kurtz remembers that Fangs was a false garg. And he's like, I also want to fight you. Wow. And then, I want to fight everybody. And then here. Jughead ruins it and he says, Nobody's fighting. Uh we have we are all serpents now, and we have laws. And then he yells, In unity there is strength, and everybody's supposed to yell that back, and the guards don't do it. So it's very awkward. Oh no. And if I were oh, there, no. I would have laughed out loud and really soured the vibe. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Which was already tense. And Kurt says that he plays by a different set of rules. And Jughead's like, then you're not a serpent. Get out. All right, man. That's not what you. Yeah. And then Kurt says, actually, your mommy's my boss. (laughs) 
Your mommy's my boss. She's the one that made me join this. So you make me a better offer or you get kicked out. Uh, Basically, it says there's more there's more former guards than there are serpents. So actually, I'm the boss is basically what what Kurt says. Some some fucking bold moves there, Kurt. Holy fuck. Uh, Now it is time for Veronica to showcase her new speakeasy casino situation. Um, it is a, a goofy ass set because there's ways for everything to be hidden in case. And I quote, they get raided. They get, they get raided. You say, yeah. what if we get raided? And then you get to see how everything like rolls away or gets covered up real quick. Uh, and then the a teens applaud and Veronica's like, everything can be hidden. Ta-da. She's like a Vanna White pose. It's horrible. God, I wish that hadn't happened. Wow, yep. they do a Vanna White thing, even <laughs> with this. Yep, with this now. Okay. Um, Jughead's minions have yelled at Jughead, so he has gone to his dad's office. He runs to his daddy. He runs and to like, his daddy. daddy uh. Yeah, which is healthy. Go, go, you know, go talk to your parents. You're having a bad day. Yeah. Um, but and he says, "Oops, all gargs." Yeah, it's amazing because <sighs> Jughead's like, "The gargs are bad," and Effie's like, "Yeah, yeah no shit, dude." <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, your mom Come sucks. On. Yeah. Uh, Jughead's like, they outnumber us. And FP's like, fucking Gladys. Ugh, this is her fault. It's like not Ugh. offering any support or assistance at all. Nice. All right. So well, Jughead just keeps talking. He's like, no one has any honor, any duty, any sense of purpose. It's not even just the gargoyles. The serpents have the same problem. And FP is oh like, oh, fucking stop talking to me about this, dude. Look. <laughs> it's like dude shut up god he's such a dork i told you like this is on you okay you took over the gang this was the whole thing you wanted you wouldn't shut the fuck up about daddy give me a gang for christmas Ooh, i'm a gang (laughs) Uh, i'm the serpent king fucking give me Uh, a gang you wanted this puppy you've got to walk it and feed it and clean up after it so i did and so if you shit the bed that's on you my dude uh, yeah, man. So he basically tells Jughead that it's Jughead's job to like give them a sense of purpose, uh, give the crew something they can sink their teeth into, is what he says. Mm. Uh, uh, Some real like, vampire shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is after school, so Archie's ready to pick up Ricky after his long day of hanging out at the diner. <laughs> Great. Yep. Uh, he walks, and he's in. definitely also he's definitely Archie drop out of school. No, he still goes to school. But he just spends all of his rest of his time at the gym. Yeah. Yeah, I thought he quit school after he quit the SATs. No, he's emotionally checked out of school, but you know how important it is for him to graduate with his friends. I Yeah, I, yeah, I guess so. Okay. Uh, anyway, Pops is like, oh, thugs came in and chased him. Uh, also, he drew this creepy picture of a gargoyle sacrifice. FYI, I saved it. Thugs. <laughs> thugs. Yep. Wow. And he shows he shows the scary guard king drawing to Archie. It's of course on the back of a placemat. Classic. And Archie goes, oh, he used the crayons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like what's what's real weird is generally thugs is like a super racist way of saying black guys. Right. But in this episode, it's not. Well, in the fifties, it 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 did also mean poor people. Mm. You know, and a lot of a lot of the Riverdale sensibilities are are rooted weird. Yeah, nineteen fifties bullshit. Yeah. 
okay. Yeah, remember when? Uh, sorry, remember when Betty had all those Peter Pan collars? Oh <laughs> God, God, so many. So long ago, those Peter Pan collars. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, Betty's at the blue and gold office. She's leaving, but she walks by the chemistry classroom. There's a sign taped over the window in the door that says "Farm meeting in progress. Do not disturb." And she's like, "I think that oh, I a- will disturb, though." <laughs> it she says cracks her knuckles and meeting, goes, "I'm gonna even fucking weirder. disturb." It says "farmy," not farming. Oh, I thought it said farming. Mm-mm. Nope, they're the farmies. Is farmy is farmy I E or just Y? I E. Mm, okay. Uh. So, farmy meeting in progress, do not disturb. So, of course, she disturbs. Uh, she picks up <laughs> the paper, and she looks in, and uh, every farmy is standing at a chemistry desk with a, a Bunsen burner lit, and they're holding their hand over the flame while Ethel paces up and down the center aisle. Now, okay. I feel like I remember from when I was in high school. Uh-huh. You needed, like, a teacher in a club to make sure the kids didn't I don't know. Try to burn their hands. Play with Bunsen burners. Yeah. Uh, look, you know, Waldo's got bigger fish to fry. Okay. I I just rolled back in the episode. It does say farming. It says meeting farming. In Amazing. Yes. <laughs> I was like, what no, I know that sign was weird. <laughs> and it's got like these weird like paper dolls on it, like oh, yellow no. and red paper dolls, like holding hands. It's fucking weird. Oh I man, hate this. Fuck, I hate this. Oh, my God. Uh, farming, meeting, progress, and disturb are all in all caps. In is both lowercase, and do not are, like, capital D-O, capital N-O-T. Did you, it's a fucking nightmare. Did you see that somebody is petitioning <laughs> to have um, kerming added as a word to the dictionary? It's when your kerning, it's when your kerning is bad. It's, <laughs> what? it's kerming. What does that even mean? Or maybe chemistry. I can forget. It's uh... the, the kerning on this thing is is fine. It's just in <laughs> two different fonts, uh, three different <laughs> colors. Some of it all caps. Some of it all lowercase. And some of it like just first letter caps. Like it's fucking messed up. <laughs> Sorry, I said kerning. I meant chemming. Like if the R and the N chemming? were smashed together. Yeah. Oh, oh, I see. Wow. Uh, and the the font size on all of the lines is a little bit different. Farming and meeting are the same size, but progress has to fit in the same width, so it's narrower. Like, the, the font is smaller. And disturb is fewer letters that has to fit in the same size, so the font is bigger. Like, it's it's really bad. <laughs> it is yeah, this seems bad. really bad. Um, I can't wait to see it for, with my own two human eyes. Yep. <laughs> That's going to be sick as fuck when that happens. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, and and the, the poster to the left of the door to the chemistry room is for the Riverdale water polo team. What the fuck? They feel that for, they, that's what's in that back room is all the water they keep <laughs> for, the, for the water polo. They fill that water, the, the room up with water. It's, it's like a drawing of an Archie comic looking Archie type person with like three wavy lines of water. Holding a fucking water polo ball over his head, wearing their Jesus. weird water polo helmet. Jesus Christ. Okay, so they're holding their hands over busted burners. Yeah, <laughs> fucking weird. End of scene. Sorry. That's it. 
She yeah. peeks oh, in. Oh, great. She peeks in and she's like, oh, no, Kevin's going to hurt himself. And, and, um, oh, that's the end of Act 1, too. Yep. Hey. So okay. now we're back at Pops, but it's Betty and Archie and the social worker. Uh, and the social worker is saying that runaways go to run to Centerville and join gangs because they don't want our help. And I would say to that, fuck off. <laughs> Offer better help. Yeah. The idea that people in crisis don't want help is bad yeah, it's and not, harmful. Yeah. And it means that the way that you're trying to help is bad. It's regular it is, rep- Republican shit. Yeah. It is not the fault of the yeah. abused child that they are scared of adults. Okay? Yeah. It is your fault for not being a better adult. Uh, Speaking of which, this episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. BetterHelp. <laughs> <It's> a- <laughs> you want a therapy in your car? You got it. BetterHelp. What's, what's BetterHelp? It's it's literally just a therapist app. Yeah. Oh. It, they, don't, yeah. they do a bad job. They, they also like do a, a bad job. Yeah, yeah. They, do, they don't do a they great job. They really check on the people they hire. Mm. Yeah. So kind of anybody can just be like, I'm a therapist. Yep. And then be like, ah, oh, well. That's going to be my mm, new side hustle. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe yeah, I, I do better do up on the side. Yeah. I could walk dogs and be a therapist. Yep. Dude. Fuck, I could do them at the same time. Oh, my God. You could walk dogs. And you could be a dog walking. Yeah. Holy have shit. a dog in one hand and the therapy app in the other hand. Oh my god! Truly multitasking. So many, so many income streams. Uh, the and still poverty. <laughs> the social worker also says that Santa Lucia is one of the better homes, uh, and Archie's like, "Well, great, but he got branded there." Uh, and, the, and the social worker's like, "Ah, uh, gangs, huh? Yeah, we're seeing gangs." Mm. Yeah, uh, gangs. there's also <laughs> a sketch artist with the social worker. Uh, yeah. And he yeah, has stuff. roughed up a um, sketch of Ricky. So he... um, <laughs> his um, sketch of Ricky is photo accurate. Yeah. Also. He just sat there in the dining room quick and sketched a kid he never saw. Um, Wait, is <laughs> this guy? This guy yeah. with a clipboard and he's miming drawing and then he turns around and it's just a picture of Ricky. Yeah, it's it's like the it's that new drawing. profile picture app. Quality drawing of this kid. It's amazing. <laughs> Do you, you know what I'm talking about? The uh, new profile yeah. picture? I, I don't, but... Uh, it's like this app that everyone was like, Oh, no, it's Russian propaganda, blah, blah, blah. Oh, it's, not. it's like... It's like, it's, um... I mean, it's not. Oh, was it the one that made you In really fairness, old? Jim, it almost always is. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's only as, like, stealing your information as every other app is. It's not super nefarious. It's just regular nefarious. <laughs> <laughs> if you own a smartphone, it's too late. Yeah. Yep. Like if We're you're comfortable with Instagram, this app is also fine. <laughs> and anyway, this this guy who's been fully silent and just drawing on his notepad this entire conversation holds up a <laughs> photorealistic sketch of Ricky and he's like, Does he look like this? None of no one's <laughs> described the kid either. He's just been sitting yeah. there drawing for five and minutes. He's like, Holy fuck, he looks exactly like that. Yeah. <laughs> And can I get a copy? Like, have you met this kid? Yeah. Whoa. Archie. Do you know this man? Archie's like, ah, oh, fuck, I'm going to frame that. Yeah, can I get a copy of that? He's going to put that up in Pops. That shit is awesome. <laughs> you did such a good job, man. Um, He's like, yeah, I went to Juilliard. Yeah, and whatever. That's truly the end of that scene is the sketch artist being like, is this exactly what Ricky looks like? 
And Archie goes, yeah, down to the nose hairs. Yeah. Wow. Like, like, you really got shit. it. Fucking phenomenal. Give me a copy. Uh, <laughs> Give me that. He's <laughs> like, do you do this professionally? Uh, yep. It's like, do you do birthdays? <laughs> um, Veronica's at home. And she's getting ready for okay. the day. Uh, I don't know what she's doing because she's already ready already. Um, but Hiram walks <laughs> yep. in and he's like, so I hear you have a casino. And... Uh, you already knew that, dude. <laughs> you you gave her help. You helped her with Johnny well, Golden Fingers or well, whatever the a, fuck. This is that, a new iteration. That was like the one That's time. Old thing. This, this is, is a new, new operation. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. And right. here's where I say okay. to you again that uh, for-profit prisons are modern slave labor. Okay. Hiram uh-huh. has a, a friend, a business contact. He wants the contract to make playing cards at his prison. Who's going to make the playing cards? The prisoners. How much are they going to make? Pennies. Yeah, none. Uh, so Hiram's going to make a profit. This business owner is going to make a profit. These people who have been put in prison are going to make nothing. So what the powerful people with money will want is for people to remain in prison. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Hiram's going to... It's all bad. Yep, Hiram's going to bring this client to a speakeasy to show him a good time, and Veronica's got to make sure he has a good time. And Veronica says, like... Okay, I will if you take 5% off my debt. Mm, okay. So she's really bad at business. Yeah. Well, yes. She's She's got a, a $75,000 <laughs> debt, well, and he's yeah. making this giant playing card deal, and she wants to take $3,700 off of her debt. Cool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey. Cool. It's a, it's a little less. What, what's that? Like three loan payments that she's gonna? Yeah, like? you gotta start with percents that are at least in the double digits. At least. Yeah. You know. Maybe even start with like, like, over twenty percent. But Veronica's feeling great about this three hundred dollar win. So. <laughs> <laughs> Any, anyway, like, what's the playing card market like? I it mean, can't be that big. You would be shocked. We're call it- when Matthew was into close up magic. Oh my god! I bought so many decks of cards. You have no. I still have so many decks yeah. of cards. Jim, if you look at fancy decks of cards, first of all, there's a ton out there, and there's a lot of whack ass ones, um, like yeah, gilded. I guess it's, I guess it's like dice, secretly right? marked. Yeah, anybody. There's a niche for everything, and there is absolutely one for playing cards. Yeah, hmm. I used to have. I think I counted once. I think I had a, a thirty decks of cards, also, all in the same. Do you spot know how in, many decks of cards I've lost in my life? And how many times I've been like, you know what? It's easier to do. Run down the street to the grocery store and buy another deck of bicycle playing cards. Yeah. Oh, what are they? What do they call the playing cards? By the way, do they call it penny farthings? Do they call them <laughs> no, they just say playing cards. Ah, oh, man. They don't call it yeah. automobiles. They do. They, don't call it, they uh... do explicitly outline how slave labor works in prisons, though, so they don't have time to make up a name for the playing <laughs> cards. <laughs> Um, tricycles. I'm done. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'm done. Okay. What's uh What's next? Well, next, uh, Gladys is at the speakeasy, and she's like, you know, I used to be the Joan Jett of Riverdale. I sag right. at the White Worm, and Veronica's like, yeah, 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 I get it. You want to sing on the stage here? Fine. Five percent off my debt if I let you perform, because she's rolling. Oh my high. god. Uh, Again, bad. Business. Yeah. So so far. Well, well, hey, hold on. That. Five plus five is ten. That's double digits. No, because it's five percent off of two different decks. Yeah, it's still 
but 10% total because it's, it's you know. <laughs> no, it's 5% total. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's still 5% total. I see that oh, you've man. really stepped into Veronica's shoes here. Uh, <laughs> no, I totally get it. This makes sense, Character Mom. study. <laughs> I have a whole character yeah. sheet for Veronica, and I'm looking to, at it, I'm like, this is me. To be it. more fair to Veronica, in this case, paying someone 3500 bucks to headline a night at a shitty bar is probably a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like, otherwise, you would get, like, 10% of the door, which is not going to amount to anything. That's not what Josie gets. <laughs> You're going to make, like, 300 bucks. Josie gets nothing. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah, so... So this 5% is actually a really good deal for Veronica. The other 5% was terrible. The real the real problem with it is that it empowers Gladys. And you can't do that. You can't empower Gladys for less than 20%. Just right. yeah. full stop. Uh, but it's too late. Veronica has now sold a piece of her soul to both of these motherfuckers. Hell yeah. Uh, All right. Betty has gone to find a friend. So she finds Josie in the music room and she's like, um, so you are related to Kevin now by marriage. So I want to uh-huh. tell you that I am worried about Kevin and the farm and the fact that he's trying to burn his hand off in the chemistry room. Uh, <laughs> and Josie's like, right now I want to join. Yeah. What's up? Uh, no, she's like, uh, so just so we're clear and don't fight me on this. The farm is a cult. And they targeted Kevin because he was sad and vulnerable. Uh, And Josie says, fine. She knows that Kevin's sneaking out at night. She thought Kevin was sneaking out to hook up, but maybe he's sneaking out to do less sexy farm things. Oh, man. Yep. Uh, Archie has taken Ricky's placemat drawing to Jughead. And he's like, hey, are you bitches still playing G&G? And then he pulls out the sketch and he's like, look at how have good you seen this, this kid? No, drawing the, they, is. It's the next scene. That's the end of that scene. Next <laughs> scene, they have the Oh, damn it. Oh, okay. Uh, now they're in the serpent. The serpent bunker, I guess. The sunker. Mm. Uh, <laughs> the sunker. <laughs> and Jughead's decided that since he needs to give the new the new gargoyle serpents, the gerpents, uh, <laughs> the serpgoyles. Yeah. Uh, no, I like I liked Gerpins better. He's gonna give Gerpins. He's gonna give the Gerpins a goal, okay? And the Gerpins. Gerpins a goal. The Gerpins are gonna go look for Ricky. Uh. <laughs> Jughead's like, we're gonna break the town into quadrants. We're gonna search for Ricky. Archie's got the drawing. Oh. All right. And Kurtz says, uh-huh. this shit's lame. Uh, <laughs> Kurtz is correct. Yeah. And Archie says, you know what? This kid got branded by thugs. Do you want to? Is it because you want to kill this kid? Yeah. Uh, and Kurtz says, no. He'd rather deal drugs. You know. But I'd rather. <laughs> wow. All right. Yeah. The He's shit, like way more into Kurtz. drugs than murdering kids. Thanks. And yeah. uh, but. He, you know, there are other gargoyles out there. And Jughead's like, okay, so we have to find him fast before the other gargoyles get him. Oh. Back in the speakeasy, it's time for Gladys to sing. Uh, oh, God. Oh, no. It is terrible. She does an okay cover of that. Don't let me be. Oh, God. Please don't let me be misunderstood. That song. It, it, is, it is not an okay cover. It's an okay cover. It's fine. It is really bad. 
But you know what it is? An OK Cupid. This you know, uh, episode is sponsored by OK Cupid. You know what it's <laughs> it's better than any original song Riverdale could it, Right. Oh yeah. So like part of the, me thinking that it's bad is that it's designed in in the context of the show to be bad. But because like it has to be because that's part of the conflict of the episode is that she's bad at this. Um, but also like on top of that, it's so overproduced compared to like the other music that they've had on the oh, show. Yeah. Look, Gina Gershon's not it's known like... for a singing voice. So they wanted to sing. They want it to be good enough for Gina Gershon to sing on screen, but also want it to be, they're really trying to thread a very tricky needle. Yeah. Here. It's, it's yeah. a tough line that they're trying to walk. Wow. They don't, to have it be bad, but not be that bad. Yeah. <laughs> they don't want to fully shit on Gina Gershon, but she can't really sing. So they got to produce it enough, but also it has to be clear that it's, she's not doing great. You know, I bet she's wow. a pretty fine singer. What a, what a very specific and difficult needle thread. Yep. It, it's like it's like trying to act drunk. Yeah. Like nobody okay. ever pulls that off. Nah. Yeah. Just get drunk, you cowards. Just get drunk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just get drunk. Just get drunk at work. Yeah. Come on. Just fucking do it. I do it all the Just time. Do it. Oh my god. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I haven't tried getting drunk while walking dogs. I don't think I will. I feel like you it would make it you fun, like Jim. To, are you? Oh, because you're not a drunk wanderer. You're a drunk sitter. Mm. I got. Uh, there was that time on the cruise when I got super drunk and we got off the ship and went to a restaurant. Uh, and I don't remember how we got to the restaurant, but I was the only one at the restaurant that knew the way back to the ship. Oh yeah, that makes perfect wow. sense. No, I I definitely because <laughs> like, I sobered up while we were eating. And then I knew the way back. Generally speaking, everybody has a friend who's just like, I've had three drinks. I'd like to go walk a marathon. Hmm. Mm. I think I might be that friend, but I don't know. <laughs> uh, I have at least two people I can think of that I've regularly found in other people's shrubberies. <laughs> nice. Oh, God. My mom's had a gin and tonic during this episode. Maybe she'll just get up and walk out. I do like I do like a ramble, but generally speaking, once I start drinking, I'm like, you know what I would like to do? Drink more. And that keeps mm. me in one place pretty reliably. <laughs> that keeps you where the booze are, yeah. Yep. Okay, so Gladys okay, is singing so this. Gladys not is singing. Right, yes. This is, of course, okay. the same night that Hiram has his big business meeting, and the business guy, you'll be shocked to hear, is a real asshole. Okay? Yeah, he's a what? giant piece of shit. So no, a businessman. Yeah, so he starts in the playing cards industry. He starts <laughs> heckling Gladys, and Reg is ready to throw him out. And Veronica's like, "No, he's a VIP, and he saved me hundreds of dollars on my thousands of dollars." You <laughs> uh, <laughs> saved me hundreds of dollars, Reg. Please, yeah, please. Uh, I'd be very surprised to find out if any playing cards are actually printed in the U.S. instead of China. Oh, absolutely not. Uh, Hiram tries to smooth the situation over. He says that the heckler should tip Gladys. Uh, and he, he makes some sort of lewd joke and Gladys says she has a tip for him and she pulls out a knife. Wow. Yeah. And then Reg bounces Hiram's business contact. And then Hiram says to Veronica that Veronica just cost her bad daddy a million dollar deal. So things are not going great. Yeah. For Veronica. Doesn't seem like things are doing yeah, well. That, that whole tips bit is really weird and bad too. Yeah, yeah, it's not Maybe good. you should give her a few singing tips. Oh, I've got a tip I'd like to give her. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, it's Gross. it's rough. Um, yeah, yeah somebody good. wrote this episode. Somebody, somebody said since somebody wrote that down and went, that is good enough for TV. Betty's had the information that Kevin sneaks out at night and he's in the woods. Betty's also in the woods at night, stalking Kevin. And what she sees mm. is Ethel getting the farmies ready to walk across a bed of hot coals. Uh, what a the, bed of what CGI hot coals. Yeah. Oh, and they're so bad. The CGI coals are very bad. Walking across very, hot coals works with specific kinds of wood. There mm-hmm. are woods you can use that burn too hot. And so their coals are too hot and you will <laughs> greatly damage your feet. Burn your feet. Yes. Yeah. But... If you get a coal that burns at the right temperature, the coal's kind of insulated. It makes your feet sweat. That's an extra layer of insulation. And as long as you don't kick up too many coals, you can safely walk over them. Okay. And you can't stop moving. Yeah, you have to keep keep moving, but you can't go too fast because then you'll dig in too much, like... Right. You know, into the hotter part. So you cannot stand still. You have to move at kind of a steady, quick rate of speed and... But you can't run. Anyway, and what does Kevin do? He stands still for a Yeah, second. there's a science to it, but Betty doesn't know that for sure. Uh, and, of course, Ethel, the cult leader, is like, you're going to conquer your fears. You're going to exercise your demons. You're going to be fireproof. Uh, and now <laughs> it's Kevin's turn. Join the cult. Yeah. You'll be fireproof. Wait, it's it's Ethel that's the leader of the farmies? No, it's Evelyn. Uh, or Evelyn. sorry, Evelyn. Evelyn. I did write Evelyn. down okay. Ethel. What the fuck is wrong with me? Uh, it's Evelyn. Yes. Of course it is. Uh, and so it's Kevin's uh, turn. Ethel, Ethel's in the warehouse, right? Yeah. She's way well, in the warehouse. Just, oh, wait. Okay. So you also said Ethel at the beginning of the episode. Oh, I meant so Evelyn. It's, it's always been Evelyn. Okay. Yeah, All right. sorry. I think, I think my brain just auto-corrected it. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah I we've really, swapped I was, out. I was excited. We swapped out Ethel for like, Evelyn. Okay. But Evelyn, thinking, holding the name Evelyn ever and ever in my brain Oh, it makes me. it rot it, from the inside. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's brain damage is what it's yeah, talking it's not, about. It's not good. So you're just trying to yeah. avoid that. Uh, it yeah. corrodes your fucking gray matter. So sorry to everyone listening who it's, thought maybe Evelyn was back. It's more lost brain cells than like a shot of whiskey. It's, it's... been Evelyn the whole time. <laughs> uh, anyway, it's been Evelyn all along. Um, it's Kevin's turn and Betty runs out of the woods. She's like, Kevin, stop. And Evelyn's like, nope, don't stop. Believe in yourself and the farm. Uh, and so Kevin keeps going, which is great. He should not stop, even though he does stand there while the girls yell at him what to do. Uh, yeah, he does stop for a moment. Yep. Oh, God. And then Evelyn says to Kevin that he is purified. Uh, he is whole and the, the farm is one. The wildest thing about this scene is that after he steps off the CGI coals, there's like this weird whooshing like jet special effects noise. It's so fucking weird. It's like like whoosh. like a magic. Like a yeah, magic. it's like I don't I don't understand what this whooshing sound is. It's all of <laughs> like, Kevin's impurities and fears burning away. <laughs> it's so fucking weird. <laughs> no, it's just Kevin letting out a little fart at the end. Just to, <laughs> he's been holding it in. Just a little. To ignite he over the rip, He lets it rip just a tad. It's weird. Uh. Kurtz has told Jughead and Archie where Gargoyle Ground Zero is. So they're going there to look for Ricky. Uh, they go there. It is. It should be condemned. There's a list of names painted on the wall. 
uh, most of which are crossed out. All, every name that's crossed out is somebody that died uh, by Garg. The Whoa. only two names that are not crossed out are Archie Andrews and Ricky D. Ricky D? Ricky D. D-E-E. Ricky D, my man. My man, Ricky D. <laughs> Spinning the hits and doing the splits. Dropping them down <laughs> in the hands. Oh, <laughs> this, so speaking of Ricky D, which is a much cooler nickname than whatever his actual last name is. Uh, you know this what week, it is. I, I, I mean, I, I've seen the episode, it's, so I, it's I know what it is. It's but, Ricky Dicky. Uh, I, I learned this week that uh, Daniel Radcliffe's middle name is Jacob. Um, and uh-huh. we've all been like ripped off for a decade calling him Daniel Radcliffe and not DJ Rads. Oh, God. His life could have oh, been so different. God. Right? Like, DJ, DJ Rads. Rads. That's what I'm going to call him from now it's on. way cooler than Daniel Radcliffe. To make yeah. up for the fact that I watched Moonfall, I did watch The Lost City. It's really good, right? Chef's Kiss. And that was it's good. so good. Okay, so that's good. good. Okay. Uh <laughs> I mean, look, Channing Tatum, we've talked before on the podcast about how Channing Tatum is better than he has any right to be. He is so good in this It remains movie. true. Yes. But I'm, and I'm very sorry, but the most perfect moment in that is when Sandra Bullock looks at um, Brad Pitt and is like, why are you so handsome? And he says, my father was <laughs> my a weatherman. My dad was a mother man. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> Oh man! My dad was a weatherman. Yes, yeah, my father was a weatherman. My father was a weatherman. It's amazing. It's per- it's perfect. What does uh, that even mean? The movie mean? is spectacular. <laughs> um, oh my god! So uh, it does this thing that, like, the marketing for the movie does this thing that a lot of movies do, where they're not certain the movie will find an audience, so they do a lot of like PR with the actors, like trying to sell what a, a fun movie it is. Uh, right. Only in this movie it works because <laughs> the movie is actually really good. Yeah, nice, good. <laughs> Most yes. of the time it's like transparent bullshit. Daniel uh-huh. Radcliffe uh, knows that read this in an interview that somebody liked cheese, so he sets up like eighteen six foot folding tables with charcuterie, and then what? a hover chet blows all of the cheese off of those tables under her face. <laughs> what? <laughs> I need to watch this movie right now. <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic. I think it's streaming right now on Peacock, if you have that. It's uh, Paramount Plus. Peacock. I don't have Paramount Plus. Oh, Paramount Plus. Check, Paramount Plus. That's check the, the LastPass, Matthew. Okay. Yeah. I'll check um, it. The, the other, like, the one of the big, like, overarching bits in the movie is that she's wearing this ridiculous sequin onesie <laughs> for, like, the entire movie because that's what she's wearing when they kidnap her from this convention that she's speaking at uh-huh uh and like it's the sequined onesie is like effectively a character in the movie because it's so ridiculous oh that's awesome <laughs> it's oh, amazing shit. <laughs> like the way they keep coming back to how bad and dumb it is uh such such a good ridiculous movie <laughs> it's very good it's he, like it's, wrote and directed this movie. It's also beautiful, like how clearly every single person involved in the movie at every level was having the time of their fucking life. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> like, 
Uh, I want 100 sequels. I will settle for nothing less. Uh, all right. So anyway, Archie Andrews and Ricky D, their names are not crossed off the list. And then they hear a noise and somebody's here. They find Ricky in a wall. And Ricky's story. Like, like in Carbonite? Uh, <laughs> or just in like, um... <laughs> So close. Uh, no, he's like behind a piece okay. of drywall. All right. Um, and Ricky's story at this point is that he came to Gargoyle Town because he heard that all the gargoyles left. And he says that he's marked for death and Archie is too. Um, but, you know, that's not going to happen. And they flee. It was at this point that I was like. "Both Wait, both Ricky and Archie flee? Yeah. Jesus. They flee together. Again? Yeah. With, Ar- with Archie Because <laughs> Archie's like, for sure, I still believe this kid. All right. Betty's in the blue and gold offices. And she's, all right, typing up an article about how the farm's a cult. And uh-huh. Ethel and Kevin come in and they're like, you should have stayed and hung out with us and walked on fire. And Betty's like, I was too busy writing an article about how you're a cult. And they say yeah. that, um, hey, remember how Alice told the farm about how she killed that guy and put him in a, in her body culvert? And, yeah. yeah. And now they know something about Betty. Yeah. So she, Betty's actually oh, not going to publish her article because if she does then the farm will absolutely tell that story. Great. Yep. So that's cool. Oh, man. Okay, so the directors of The Lost City, this is their first feature film, so you won't know them from other stuff. Oh, really? Fuck, um, they did a great job. It seems like they did a great job. They did a great job. Try. But the first credited writer also helped with the screenplay for 22 Jump Street. Great. Okay. Um, okay. And Mortal Kombat, <laughs> the, the new remake, which was fine. Okay. Uh, and he's the writer on Detective Pikachu 2 oh, and Supergirl. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know about the all this. There. Like um, uh, the new Supergirl movie that's coming out in however oh. many years. Not the TV show. Like, the TV show is just fine, by the way. Yeah. Okay. You've sent yeah. me down a, a rabbit hole here. Great. Okay. Sorry, I, so. I oh, if... one of the other writers uh, worked on uh, Cruella. Anyway. Riverdale. Riverdale time. Riverdale time. Uh, How back close are we to the end, by the way? I don't know. Uh, we're, we're, we're getting there. At, uh, yeah. Back at the boxing gym, Archie's teaching Ricky how to throw punches so that he can survive the gargs. Uh, and then Archie's curious, hey, how did Ricky get wrapped up in this? Uh, and Ricky reiterates that at the shelter, uh, there were some older guys got younger kids to be runners. Uh, because And Archie's like, oh, right, because if you're under 18, you don't do as much time. Uh, but Ricky said, no, he wouldn't do that because by God, he's got in his integrity. Uh, hmm. and then oh, we're, we're in act three, by the way. Oh, nice. Okay. So then those older we're, guys we're branded there. Ricky and then he run away. And then Archie says that running away doesn't solve any problems. And he Archibald should know. Yeah. Kid, <laughs> if you run away, you're just going to end up killing a bear and almost dying. yourself. <laughs> yeah. You're going to end up, you're going to end up being a bear senseless. Yeah. Archie definitely killed it. that bear with his bare hands. He definitely, yes, he That's did. why they're he his, bear bear hands. his bare hands. Uh, <laughs> he actually killed the bear with the bear's own the bear bear's hands. Own hands. <laughs> he tore them off and beat it to death. Uh, this is all canon. Yep. This is all canon. Jughead has called the servants together and he said, uh, good news, we found the kid. Uh, here it comes. The G word. So uh, anyway, oh, but no. he's still in trouble. So here's the play. And then Kurt said, uh, uh, but you, uh, you know, I told you there were still rogue goyles. And then I, no. and then I blacked out. 
I don't and then know. that's when <laughs> yeah um but here's what they're gonna do the hunters become the hunted okay uh that was actually a pint of right. rum that i just poured not water yes well yeah because you had to, I need that to overcome goyles yep and he wants to know I'm the hoping that the alcohol will kill just the goyles brain cells just the part That'd of your memory great. center that holds the goyles so jughead's putting together some shit-ass plan for reasons I don't really understand, uh, but we don't have to hear about it anymore because Tony runs in and she's like, hey, FYI, Kurtz is about to kill Fangs out here. Oh my God, okay. And uh, Kurtz has Fangs hung upside down over uh, like a stairwell banister. Uh, all right. And nice. he's saying really cool, normal things like you're about to ascend, you'll fly to happy. Oh yeah, like, Happy landing, like stuff. you worthless snake. Uh, and then he drops fangs, but Jughead and Sweat Pea just, like, fully throw their bodies underneath him. Yeah. Okay. okay. And break his fall. Okay. Yep. And everyone's totally fine. And that's, everyone's that's, fine. Uh, that's how that works. Yep. Yes. Okay. Cool. You know, I, no, I just did the math in my head. And I, <laughs> yeah. It's just like yep. a couple, it's like a, like a story or two. You know, it's ah. like some 10, 12 feet under his head. Yeah. Under ah. Jughead and Fangs' bodies, which are soft. So yeah. first off, burn. Second off, it's fine. Yeah. Um. Okay. So enough of that. I mean, I, I guess it's like bouldering, right? Like when you spot somebody for bouldering, the idea is not that. You're not going to catch they them. Don't, you, right. You don't. Catch them so that nobody sustains any damage. You sustain a little bit of damage so that their head doesn't hit yeah. the ground. So, that, <laughs> yeah, so like... that they only sustain a little bit of damage. Right, yeah. Uh, back at the speakeasy, Gladys has fully gone behind the bar to get herself a drink. Um, That's another 5% at least. Yeah, and Veronica's like, what the fuck? And Gladys is like, I own 5% of this place. That's not... No. Mm. Uh, no, that's not how that works. Gladys, come this. on. Yeah. Then Hiram walks through with another business client and Hiram is saying like, oh yeah, I, I fully had a hand in designing this place. I picked out the light fixtures myself. Oh, fuck this dude. Also, who cares who picked out the light fixtures? Yeah. Yeah. Nobody. Veronica cares because she picked them out. Like, um, is that a factor in your business decision though? <laughs> that they picked out nice light fixtures? No. Who knows, Jim? Like, that has nothing to do with whether or not they can provide the things that they have stipulated at their end of the deal. I don't make business <laughs> like, decisions with mobsters. Who knows, you know? Like it's, it's just uh, absurd. And Reg says he misses having the serpents' as muscle here because everyone in here is an asshole now. And Veronica says she might need to siphon off some profits for dot, 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 tactical reasons, dot, dot, dot. Guns? No. I don't think she knows oh, what tactical no, means. No, it's it's a bunch of those sticky hands. Yes, that's what she's that's what she wants to get. Yes, <laughs> for the tactical ones that are on, reasons. Like, the stretchy thing. That yeah, you like. yeah. <laughs> the guy that wrote. I think you mean tactile. <laughs> oh, that's what. Oh, that's not what she said. <laughs> What's his name that wrote Gravity Falls? Just started so good though. <laughs> throwing those at a wall during the pandemic, like one a day. Wait, really? Yeah, that's funny. Ricky's hanging out in Archie's bedroom. Uh, he's, he's put on Archie's Letterman jacket and then oh, Archie. so big on him cause he's such a kid. Yeah, exactly. That is exactly oh, the point of this. You're correct. Yep. Uh, Archie comes in and the kid and Ricky's like, Oh, oh no. 
Uh, uh, I wasn't touching your stuff. Yeah. It's like the little kid trying on dad's shoes. <laughs> Next he's going to put on boots that are too big. Uh, and a hat that uh, that covers his uh, fucking eyes. Oh, uh, adorable. Uh, oh, but man. Archie says he Ricky can keep the jacket and he should come meet his dad and they're going to keep him safe. They're going to find him a house. They're going to find him a family. They're going to meet the family. They're going to come visit. Ricky's not going to be alone. Oh, Archie, you're really doing it. And our, and you can call me dad. I mean friend. <laughs> friend, Ugh. I meant friend. I'll be your uncle, Archie. Brother. Brother, uh, uncle. Yeah, uncle. <laughs> uh, Jughead's once, gone, once again gone to his dad's office to talk about his, his woes. And, okay. Uh, Jughead's like, hey, have you heard about Kurtz? And they're both like, yeah, that guy's crazy. Yeah, capital C. Uh, Jughead's like, yeah, he fucking tried to kill Fangs. Can you fucking That's arrest him? That's pretty crazy. He's not in the gang anymore, so maybe you could arrest him. And FB's like, this is on you, bud. You got to take some drastic action. Um, and Jughead decides he's got to keep the gang on the right side of the law. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Matthew, you're not going to believe what he does next. Uh, <laughs> I know I'm going to hate it. Yeah, you I are. Gonna be, I know it's not going to be good. <laughs> you are going to hate it. It's God a couple. It. It's, a, wait, it's a bit till we wait. get there. Okay. Oh, I, I called this scene, by the way, foolproof plan. <laughs> nice. That is good. Oh, that's good, Jim. Wow. You keep fucking nailing it uh at with these FPs. pops veronica yeah. has called a meeting with tony and she's like hey will the pretty poisons be my muscle she, she offers them a job and tony's like my bitches are not your waitresses and veronica's like no no, no not waitresses i want you to be our muscle no, no, no. um she gives them uh, she gives tony an envelope of cash in advance uh well okay so that's not good either because she just said no <laughs> and you're just gonna well give then the she money. says yes once she's like oh muscle yeah okay but still, maybe get a yes first. Yeah. Veronica, <laughs> Veronica's like, I will give you this cash now, but like, it's fine if you need to run this by Cheryl. And Tony's like, absolutely the fuck not. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not doing that. There's a power struggle so, happening in our relationship right now, and I am taking the upper the, hand. <laughs> the weird thing about yeah. this also is like uh, information hygiene. Um, out of character, we know that Tony and Cheryl are having a fight. But in character, there's no way for Veronica to know that. No, yeah. which is why it's reasonable for Veronica to say, you know, like, do you need to run this by Cheryl? Yeah. Well, no, but she's like, she's saying that to force Tony to be like, no, I got to win this battle and like take the deal. Nah. But there's no reason for, for Veronica to know that leverage will work. Oh, see, the reason that I she knows it will so work is because had, the writers know that they're having a fight. We had different And not because Veronica knows they're having a fight. I think that Veronica is used to doing business in a group. Even if, even if like her dad knows what he's doing, he'll like, he'll say he needs to quote unquote run it by Hermione or whatever. So mm. that feels normal to me, and it didn't. I didn't. My take on it was not your take on it. My take on it was uh, that, that okay. was a normal. She was trying to be nice and saying like, I'm not pressuring you to do this. Aside from the pressure of here's this money if you want it, um, but if you need if you need to have a conversation, that is fine with me. Mm. Yeah, like okay. I feel like yeah, I mean she she knows that they are they're a couple together, so that they run yeah, the gang both, together. Yeah, they like co yeah, yeah they like co run the gang, so it makes sense yeah. that since she is not there, then like you know you're like oh yeah, but also this show is routinely bad 
<laughs> yeah, that that so particular scene didn't didn't read poorly to me, and I can totally see why it did to you. Okay. Yeah. Um, back at the Cooper household, Alice is packing. Um, Alice has sold the house to an anonymous buyer on the internet. Surely this will never come up again. Yeah. Oh God! Is it like Definitely. a fucking? Is it like a? Betty's, uh, Betty Betty insists she asks like guy. three times like to who to whomst have you sold the house? <laughs> Oh man, I you just know. you just said is it a black hood guy and you just made me realize it's definitely her dad from prison who bought the house. Yep. Ah uh, fuck. Uh, and yeah. Alice literally says, "Oh, I don't know." Using like an advance on his book money. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I mean, Penelope just this did it for him. That is absolutely correct. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Some anonymous buyer, <laughs> probably someone overseas. Anyway, get packing. We got to get out of here. Overseas, you say? That's what Alice says. She doesn't understand business or what has just happened. It's, it's her bad daddy. Yeah. So- <laughs> I, I didn't even think of that. <laughs> and you immediately nailed it. That is exactly what is going to happen. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, Jughead has once again called the Ow. the Sargoyles, the Gerpins, together <laughs> in a classroom. And FP is there. Oh, we don't even know the reason that her bad daddy bought the house, and that's because there's evidence of more crimes that he committed in the house somewhere. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, and Kurt is like, what the hell is the sheriff doing here? And Jughead's like, because I invited him. And Sweppy's like, yeah, but why? Kurt <laughs> uh, says, uh, and Jughead gives his whole speech. He's like, Kurt said... That we need him more than he needs us. And, like, I disagree. But we all need to come together and we need a task to focus on. And anyway, the serpents are now all junior sheriffs. What the, what the fuck? No. <laughs> this is Jughead's big no. idea. Ah, uh, that fucking timeout. Time, 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 time. No. I, yeah. No. Yeah, this, is, this is happening. No, man. The serpents are now cops. Yeah. No. The serpents are cops. Uh, they Fuck get no. They get school credit. They get paid. Uh, then they get to vote. And the 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 rules what of the, the vote fuck? are vote yes to do this or leave the gang. Wow. Which is not really a voting situation. Oh. Yeah. No, that's not a vote at all. Oh. Also, they're they're like sixteen. Yeah. They're gonna get paid to be sheriffs. Good fucking so lord. Everyone aside I, I know, from Kurt, I, I don't know. Votes to be junior sheriffs. And the scene ends with Sweat P asking if they get to carry guns. No. Kurt storms out. Also. Guys. He storms out and he says, "When I was." A young, a young boy. boy. My father. <laughs> and then he slams the door and he's gone. The sheriff took me into the city to join no, the sheriff hear... gang. All right. all you, you, he storms out, he shuts the door, and then all you hear is that one eighth note. Yep. So Never anyway, mind. the serpents are dead to me. A cab. Fuck this whole plot Yeah. Line. Fuck this yep. whole shit. Hey, yep. this is a message to Greg Berlanti of CW. Specifically. Okay? The fuck are you doing with this shit? It's already happened and we can't change it. Yeah, what the fuck? They've already shot three more seasons of this show. Like it's this thing is, keeps going. How? What are you doing? How? And they were one of the few CW shows that got picked up for another season. Yep. God. 
Damn it, man. Uh, enough of that, because I hate it, and it makes me full of rage. Yeah. Archie and Ricky are playing video games. Uh, I, I guess this is 2019, so we knew cops were bad already in 2019. Yeah. Look, I've yeah. known for a fucking while. This, I mean, yeah, I guess this didn't age well, but not, not like... Right, like, didn't really we've, have to age we've known for long. a while, but I think, like, the country at large has only really known since George Floyd, yeah. right? Yeah. Because they were just asleep. Yeah. <laughs> God. Anyway. Anyway. Moving quickly past that. Yeah. So Archie and Ricky playing video games in the standard uh, TV showing us use playing video games, which is they sit on the floor in front of the couch, even though they could both sit on the couch. Exactly. And uh, they go, ooh, ah, ooh, ooh, and they ah, move their heads ooh, around gotcha. a lot. Oh, 360 uh, no scope. Yeah. Ah. No, um, I, I think <laughs> that, that KJ, Appa, and this other kid have the concept of what playing a video game is because they don't do the thing where they like move their hands or head okay they're both pretty like regularly playing, playing video, video games, games. Uh, they're using xbox controllers and everything but oh wow okay archie's phone rings so he's got to step out of the room and take this phone call and it's the social worker and it turns out that ricky is Joaquin's younger brother no way okay riverdale yep it's Give us a tiny Ricky DeSantos, because it was Joaquin DeSantos. Uh-huh. Uh, Ricky D. Ricky, Ricky D. D. Ricky Dicky Davy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> you that... just mongoosed your mom right gotcha. off the microphone. Gotcha. Get fucking mongoose, mom. <laughs> <laughs> fucking gotcha. I remember that book from, from when I was a kid. That was a fucked up book. No, yeah, he like hypnotized cobras and shit. Yeah, man. Uh, uh, the social worker also <laughs> says to be careful because Ricky has a history of violent behavior and self-harm. So Archie goes oh, back in fun. to ask Ricky if he branded himself, but whoops, Ricky's gone. Ah, uh, damn. Ah, uh, damn. So now it's a lot of seen it light horror movie tropes of Archie, like, walking through a dark house. It's his house. He could turn on the lights. <laughs> There's no <laughs> lights in any structure in this episode. <laughs> God, wow, it's, it must be hard for, like, actors to see. And, but he doesn't, yeah, and thank visuals. God that, uh, I guess the only thing Fred did this episode was creak up the stairs. You know, he, like, loosened them up so they're real <laughs> creaky and made the light switches not work. And Archie's like, come on, it's not funny. Ooh, dark. <laughs> and then Ricky's in the kitchen with a knife. Uh, oh, my God. And he says that killing Archie is the only way they'll let Ricky into the gang. Or protect him. Uh, shockingly, Ricky branded himself and wrote his own name on the wall in the guard house. What the fuck? What's the fuck of? What the fuck is the point of Ricky? Archie tries to. That is what all. I've been asking for this yeah. entire episode. At all? Yeah. It's... Like literally, the first time he shows up on screen, I'm like, "What the fuck is this kid plotline?" Nothing. I, and then now Archie's trying to connect with him, like he's Joaquin, and he's like, "You know, your brother was a nice guy," and eventually. Ricky just stabs Archie in the gut three times and is like, is this how my brother stabbed you? And then... Jesus Christ. Fred comes bails. Yeah, and then Fred comes home and Archie screams, Dad, don't come in. And Fred comes in immediately. And Ricky... Yeah, because he needs to help his son who's been stabbed three times. Yeah, and Ricky runs out. Now, Ricky did stab Archie with his spindly preteen arms. So Archie doesn't need to go to the hospital because he is a beefcake okay this this kid is like 
10 years old. Fred. Like Archie has literally fought a bear and won. Yeah. So Fred. <laughs> and he's afraid of this 10 year old, like 90 pound kid with a knife. Like, come on. Yeah. Fred's just, just slapping some band aids on it now in the kitchen. And Archie's like, like, quick, I got a butterfly. This. <laughs> Sorry, dad. I'm just a big old dum dum. Uh, and Fred says, nah, you got just got a big old heart. Anyway, you think All that right, psychopathic child's going to come back and try to stab you again? And Archie says, I mean, look, yeah, my life sucks. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I'm marked for death. Yeah. With the, with I the can't tragic, imagine but, he wouldn't. Yeah. My life sucks. <laughs> <laughs> 100% he's coming back. Uh, and then <laughs> they find the kill the red paladin quest card on the floor. Remember when the sheriff oh, sure. or the warden oh, yeah. had that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, now Cheryl is mad at Tony. In the beginning, Tony was mad at Cheryl. Okay. Now Cheryl's mad at Tony. So Tony's getting ready for her first night of work at the speakeasy, but Cheryl says she can't come because she's feeling under the weather. Uh, and Tony says, okay, okay, well, then I'll see you when I get back. And Cheryl says, you won't. I'll be asleep. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Stone fucking cold now yeah goddamn i'll tell you how i know that everything's going to be okay and it is uh-huh. because uh previously veronica was reading uh the girls in 3b which is a lesbian pulp novel that ends happily okay in this yes scene cheryl is reading the price of salt which is a famous lesbian love story again with a happy ending so oh, okay. cheryl is sad hmm. things are tough but i believe i believe in shoney because of these books I think that somebody yeah. in the writer's room does know what's up and is giving us these breadcrumbs, and they're doing a fine job. I, I like that. I didn't yeah. notice the book. Yep. Good job. Uh, here's Gladys. I'll be asleep. She's no. upstairs. Yeah, I have that was a, a tinier bit of respect for this cold. episode now. Yeah, it, it, they're going to be fine, and I believe that because we're getting these we're getting these hints uh, that yeah. they're going to be fine. Um. Okay, it's upstairs, it pops. Okay, here comes Gladys, but whoops, the pretty poisons are like, she's not allowed in. Oh, shit. And Gladys is like, I'll fight everybody. And then Veronica comes upstairs, and she's like, you won't fight anybody, and goodbye. Um, And then Hiram shows up and thinks he's going to swing his big dick right in the door, but also he's not allowed. (laughs) She slams the door right on (laughs) his dick. Right on his dick. Right right on his big dick, yeah. Yep. Uh, And she says to them both that they can't buy her, and they have to respect her and her business. She says, shut up and no. Yep. Hell yeah, man. And now it's it's Betty's time to say shut up and no, okay? She... <laughs> it's like so... maybe 3 nice. p.m. It is bright as fuck outside, <laughs> and I really need you to understand how much ambient light is coming into the house right now. But Betty has It's lit... the best lit scene in the entire it episode. It is the brightest scene in the entire episode, okay? Uh, and it's because it's so fucking okay. bright outside. But Betty has lit a single taper candle in a candle holder. She's sitting in her vanity and she's like putting her hand over the flame, a la. The second I saw that candle, I wrote down a little bit of arson question mark, yep. a la the 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 farmings in the chemistry room. Okay. But <laughs> yeah, as okay. she's doing the farm she's, thing, as she's getting to the point where it might cause some physical discomfort, Alice slams in and she's like, "Fucking pack your shit. I gotta go buy bubble wrap." <laughs> I need bubble yeah, wrap. Yeah, I gotta go buy bubble wrap. Your and your shit needs to get packed. And shit better get packed, better be packed by the time I get back. <laughs> so Betty picks up this candle and walks through this very sunny, well lit house with a candle. Yeah, 3 p.m. Well, 
what the, f- well, what the fuck? Well, gazing at boxes and etc. Okay. Afternoon sun coming in the picture window. And that's the end of, of that scene is Betty standing on the stairwell with an open flame, gazing at cardboard. Yeah. Oh my God. Is she actually going to fucking burn down the house? 4,000%. Oh, she's gazing at yes. cardboard. Yes. Yeah. Gazing at cardboard and like the thin, uh, like window dressing. Yeah. Over the picture window. Yeah, very flammable curtains. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to say curtains because they don't seem very curtain They're very see-through. I mean, curtains are sometimes sheer. They're just anything that you hang in front of the window. They're just not Mm. blackout curtains. Uh, (laughs) We don't have to talk about the taxonomy of window treatments. Jughead has decided... (sighs) Can we, though? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) No. That that Goyle Central (laughs) will now be the Serpent's new headquarters so that they don't have to live in a tent city anymore. Fucking Goyle. So they're going to clean it up. They're going to clean it up. They're going to use it for headquarters, all right? So they're shoveling out all of the gargoyle poop, and they're going to paint over the list of names. <laughs> and <laughs> Yeah, they're... I'm sorry. I mean guano. Doing... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I guess gargoyles have bat wings, so guano is probably the correct term. They all have cloacas. Um, oh, Jesus uh... Christ. Yeah, they're they're doing like an HGTV <laughs> bit here. Yeah, ooh, we got it. Well, it's more like a horror. Like, What's our bit? budget? It's zero dollars. <laughs> well, let's spend four million. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, Great. But Archie's staring at the list of names painted like on the wall kids. and saying that he remains marked for death. You know, he tried to do one nice thing, uh, and he got stabbed thrice in the abdomen. <laughs> <laughs> and when will this end? Stabbed thrice in the thorax. <laughs> And and Jughead's like, maybe you just got to lean into it, man. Have you tried leaning into it? Uh, What are you talking about, Leaning into getting stabbed? Yeah, you know. (laughs) That's the opposite of what you want to do. You want to lean out. They got to finish this this game. They got to finish the the Grovens and Gargoyles game. So, okay. And that'll solve Archie's problems. And Archie's like, will you help me? And Jughead's like, fuck yeah, I will. Fuck yeah, dude. Let's kill you. And then Betty shows up and she's like, me too. And uh, I just burned down my house. Yeah, well, basically, everybody notices that Betty's vibes much improved. And she says, yes, yeah, she just feels better about things. And then the last scene is Alice <laughs> coming oh! home and the house is on fire. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Betty is gone fully insane. <laughs> we have... Full- Season one had a strong run of like Betty could lose it at any moment, and then we kind of lost that, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and we're right back to it. <laughs> Betty could lose it at any moment. I, I, Jesus Christ! The last scene where Alice comes in and the smoke detector is going off. Uh, I called Betty can have little an arson as a treat. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I'm just feeling better about things is really the... Yeah, I'm just feeling better about <laughs> that's things. That's the she treat. Says. That's the treat. She burned yeah. down the house. And that's it. Wow. Season three, well, episode 14. Uh, that's... And... Wow. And... There, There is one more thing at the end, um, and that is... Uh, this is the episode where they tag at the end in memory of Luke Perry. Oh, um, that's my he, friend. he died oh. the week that this, that this episode aired. Uh, he did film three or four more episodes after this. Oh, Fred. Uh, he, he's in three more episodes after this. So Aww. so they were three weeks ahead yeah. of, of broadcast on their, their filming schedule. Um, oh, but this man. this was the week that he died. Very sad. sad. It sucks. Yeah. 
Well, um, anyway, that's been that's Riverdale. That's been it. That's been Riverdale. Um, uh, oh, it looks like he had a he had a stroke. Yeah, oh, he did. Boy. Two strokes. Biggins. Oh man. He was yeah. He was <laughs> fairly young. Biggins. Is that what you just yeah. said? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um. Well, yeah. Uh. Anyway, on that kind of sad note, um. Thanks for listening to Riverdale Road Street, everybody. Uh, what happened this episode? Mm. Fucking Alice got her house burned down by her fucking daughter. The pretty poisons are now the muscle for uh, the speakeasy. Veronica gets 5% off of both. <laughs> Veronica finds a coupon of- code for her debt. <laughs> oh, she's so bad at this. Finds a coupon code for both of her debts. Um, Jughead makes the fucking Serpents Junior Sheriffs. Jerpents? Anyway. Jerpents. <laughs> uh, sh- soft G. Yeah, gargoyles. you know the Jargoyles? The Jargoyles? <laughs> I will stare at John in the eye and walk backwards into like, hell. hell. <laughs> um... <laughs> Fucking Ricky was here for some reason, and uh, that's about it, right? Uh, that Ricky bit Jesus is Christ. so bad and dumb. Fucking Ricky. There's, like, no fucking point for him. Yeah. He's just some crazy dude. There's not a world in which Archie wouldn't just decide, you know what I need to do to fix my shit, is fucking play uh, this Gruff as a Gargoyles game. But no, we had to have goddamn Ricky, and they had to shoehorn him in by making him Joaquin's brother. Yeah. And like, yeah. oh god! So they're gonna just—they're just gonna fake Archie's death, right? That's just—that's what's gonna happen. No, and then they're gonna do some real alchemist bullshit. It's but, finally oh, time for him to be to... the Golden Bard instead of the the Red Paladin. Oh right! Oh no! God. You're the one that we did that make that floated call. that idea, Jimothy. Yeah, you were the one, Jim. Yeah, that's gonna happen too, the isn't golden it? Golden Bard, yeah. Because I said mm-hmm. it would be really cool if they dressed up in, like, really professional-looking, like, LARP gear. Because <laughs> that'd be cool, Riverdale. Hey, Riverdale, I'm talking to you. Hey, That'd be uh, cool as fuck. <laughs> All those actors are so pretty and hot, and they look sick in armor. Anyway. Uh, that is true. It'd be so nice. Anyway, not the point. The point is, this episode's over. Thank you for listening to it. Um... <laughs> <laughs> we love all of you and i'm kind of mad about this fucking episode yeah yeah um, it's not, a, not a great episode also the servants um, being cops oh fuck i just remembered that again God. oh fuck off <laughs> ah fuck off guys oh. god damn it so anyway uh what do we do with this? so we have a twitter go send us hashtag a cab riverdale uh, on twitter <laughs> <laughs> um or ASAB, all serpents are bastards. Anyway. I mean, the, the good news then, about the serpent cop thing is that I give it like an episode, episode and a half. Yeah, it's not going to last long, but still it sucks. It sucks. Yeah. Um, and then... Um, and in fact, I wonder if anything about that will ever happen on camera again, or if like in an episode and a half... Oh, it like, absolutely oh, yeah, we are, we will. We aren't cops anymore. There is going to be a scene where somebody, somebody comes face to face with a phalanx of junior sheriffs. Oh god! All dressed up like little ass <laughs> They're all in. <laughs> They're all in fucking. Oh god! They have they have like uh, all their u- serpent like the serpent 
uh, Snake is still on the cop uniform. Man, Phalanx would be so good in an FP, but it's, but it's the P PH. and not but the F, even yeah. though it has the F sound. Yeah, but it's PH. God yeah. damn it. Why English language? Anyway, we also have I mean, an email. It's not English language, it's Greek. Oh, it's Greek. Never mind. Fuck you, Greek. Anyway, I'm bad at things. Um, it's a Forsyth phalanx. Hey! Yeah. <laughs> That's good. I like that. Just because of alliteration. Um, uh, anyway, we have an email as well. You can email us at artipod at, uh, at gmail.com. That's A-R-R-T-I-P-O-D, gmail.com. Our intro and outro song is Smooth Passenger by White Bones. It's jazzy. If you like jazz, check it out. Oh, also, I don't know if anybody else's uh, fucking super yaki stuff got in. But mine did. And yeah, I have... I've been I've been wearing the du jour hat to my dog walking <laughs> oh, missions I just got, for like I a week. I just got my fucking du jour hat, and I'm so happy about mine, it. Mine, it came like the next day. Dude, yeah, mine came in like four days. It was sick. It it came so fast. Yeah. Anyway, so um, also check out superyaki.com to purchase a fucking <laughs> Josie and Pussycats This merch, does not benefit us in rad. any way, but you should all have. No. Yeah, exactly. it benefits you, not yeah. us. Yeah. If for some reason we do a meetup, we have to all wear du jour hats. Anyway, um, and that's, I think, it. So uh, we love you all. Have a great week. Um, try and soft boil some eggs sometime. It really changes up the the whole egg process. And um, <laughs> be kind. And what don't, the, wait, what just happened? <laughs> and don't fuck by uh Nobody arson. fucks in this episode. Oh, don't commit arson. Bye. Bye. I mean, we're in a world right now where you might need to commit arson, so. Only commit a little bit of arson. <laughs> Only commit arson when absolutely necessary or against Republicans or the police. Yeah. You can have little uh, arson as a trick. Yeah. <laughs> yes, just a little arson. Anyway, bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.